Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 152, and today we got two reviews for you. Oh, my <laughs> you like God. that? That's great. Uh, <laughs> got we got Bo Yikes. is Afraid and Evil Dead Rises. Rise. 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 Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> Just saw it two minutes it's ago. Evil Dead Rise. It feels like it should be that. Huge title. Uh, how are you guys doing? Took a week off, I should say. This is coming to you a week late, but uh, we did get our Kubrick Part 2 Premium in the bag, which was huge. And I want to say it's probably our best premium yet. Probably the best. It, <laughs> nothing to time. do with the fact that uh, Josh wasn't there. That's purely <laughs> yeah. coincidence, but... <laughs> 100%. Yeah, so took a week off and uh, just figured we would double it up on this one. So, yeah, so two weeks since we've, I mean, minus premium since we've uh, talked. It's been going on. Anything? Any updates, Jacob? Any updates? My Life updates? Tired. Uh, I had to do. No, I th- everything is just taking a bunch of studying now. <laughs> so that takes up a lot of time. I'm trying to get into it. It sucks. It's really hard to go back to studying. Like, when was the last time you guys studied? Ten years. <laughs> um, I Eight studied years for a EPA test to handle refrigerant, and that was like three years ago. Yeah, and it sucked. Yeah, so yeah, it's you. hard it to go back <laughs> to that. People always talk about you know work life is oh like they talk bad about the students, but like that was a way harder life than real life, mm. and like. Going back and doing that, I'm like, this sucks. Like, just because you can never not, there's always more to study. So it's never like, you never can stop. You can keep going. Yeah. So I'm not enjoying. It's really difficult getting back into it. I bet. Couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine. What are are you studying for? The MPJE. I don't remember that that stands for multi- something it's a law exam yeah just give us the spark notes <laughs> law exam for pharmacy mm. what it is it's federal and state law in this case district law i guess so you have to take virginia's well first i'm gonna take dc's because that looks like it's where the most jobs are in that area and then if that gets bad then virginia which i assume are gonna be very similar laws because i mean the federal part's always the same obviously but right. When they're bordering each other, usually you don't want the laws to be too different because so many people are getting like traveling across the border and they right. need their drugs, you know, if they live in Virginia and work in DC, DC, especially considering it's so close. Yeah. So I doubt the laws are that different. So yeah, I'll probably end up taking that one too eventually, but first DC and then I have a, but I already have the books for both. So it's a law exam, not, not a science exam. Thank God. No, like it. <laughs> If it was like the whole pharmacy exam again, I just wouldn't be a pharmacist anymore. <laughs> go go into something else. Like I can't imagine studying that tome because this is like a skinny little book. Like there's not that many laws really for pharmacy. I they, would think that they would be pretty similar across states too. Yeah, and like, the federal is the biggest part of the exam, which is the same in every state. That should that should be easy. Yeah. So, hasn't. I've only been doing that and it's not too bad because, you know, I already have been a pharmacist, so I follow the laws. So 
You're allegedly. Already, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as we know. So a lot. Of, well, sometimes you get like confused because I remember this one doctor is writing for his own scripts. And then I was like, is this like illegal? It wasn't like a control or anything. So I'm just like, yes. is this like, but uh, can I do this? And I checked and other dates had done it before. I'm like, this feels so sketchy, though, to write your own prescriptions. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, you can't write anyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but. There is, I, I have been confirmed in most states that's completely, there's no federal law against it. As long as it's not like a control. As long as it's within their scope. No, not even oh. against controls. As long as it's within their scope of practice, which this doctor was in psychology, like a psychiatrist and he was writing psych meds, like depression meds for himself. So like, yeah, that was fine. But it always felt weird. Yeah. Odd. Well, nothing new for me. Still living that injured life. <laughs> yeah, I don't really. Asher's two months now, so it's interesting. Still just the same. Yeah, still. But getting big. Still just a mega cho. Yep. <laughs> just a cholo. Well, cool. All right, let's get into um, our featured beer then. I guess what movie are we going to start are with? Cause or should we start the with the other thing I brought? Because is it gonna <laughs> be cold? Uh, I mean, it's in the freezer part, but but you just put it in there. Yeah, so we can. It's start. not nearly cold enough for Kyle. <laughs> yeah, not cold enough. I agree. <laughs> if there's not ice chunks in the True, outside, true. Um, it is a seltzer, so you kind of want it pretty cold. I yeah, I think. All right. We, well, l- let's figure out what movie we're starting with, and then we can decide on the beer. Start with Bo. I guess you guys saw yeah, that first, right? That would make okay more sense. Sure. And so we're going to start with Jacob's beer then. You can tell me why Why you hate I'm it. I'm not going to like it. No, I won't watch it. Okay. Okay, so we're going to start with uh, Bo is Afraid, and we're going to start with Jacob's beer, which uh, he's going to tie in perfectly <laughs> Bo is Afraid for us here. So you know how Bo is Afraid was taking place in Michigan, right? I'm just kidding. It did? No. Oh. <laughs> not at what's all. A, what's a spring ipple? It's a spring ipple. I... I mean, there were flowers in the one scene in the movie. That's true. Kind of looks like, I mean, it looks kind of trippy. Yeah, like a this. little bit like a certain act in the movie. So, yeah. M- mushrooms right here. Joaquin famously said, don't eat mushrooms and see Bo's afraid. I think I would <laughs> want to do that. I kind of agree. I don't know why he said that. Because <laughs> you don't need to, because Ari Aster was already on them when he made the movie. <laughs> My friend. Well, uh, I did see an interesting breakdown of the trip scene in uh, Midsummer again because I haven't watched that in a while. But um, he was like, "Yeah, there's things like if you're like in a in a tripping like hard enough, there's like certain like triggers and stuff that can be very bad, like or like words and things that you see like that could you know put you in a bad state." Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's all of Bo's afraid. <laughs> that's <laughs> so the Bo's afraid is a bad trip. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Just a really bad trip for three hours. Yes, yeah, so I guess I could see why he uh, why he said that, but I don't I don't relate to Bo in Bo's Afraid, so yeah, I wouldn't mind I like tripping and watching it. Yeah, but especially the um, stage scene. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to anyway. Uh, spring Ipple. So this is Spring Ipple or IPL Imperial Pale Lager made with Michigan. So th- actually, the full name would be Pure Michigan. <laughs> what you say? Spring you IPL. Said Imperial Pale. Indian pale lager. India pale, India pale lager. lager. India pale lager. We'll get there eventually. Words. 
And it does have quite a description, it looks like here. Mm-hmm. The thaw in northern Michigan is something to behold. After a cold and quiet slumber, life pokes through the snow, and soon the lushness of spring ensues. The frogs peep, the mushrooms pop, the birds return, and the fish run. <laughs> Everything starts to flutter with the promise of warmer days and longer nights, making the crisp air ring with the magic of pure Michigan. Where's uh, Tim Allen? We need, we need him to read this off for us. <laughs> So, yeah, um, this is from Shorts. Not the best brewery, but... Out of, whoa. Not the best, Elk, but not the worst. Rapids. Elk. Yeah, I thought they were in Bel Air, but I mean, that's right there. They're, I know people love them, though. So, <coughs> I think it's more of my preference thing of not loving them. But I do think they're very solid. Yeah. They make interesting beers to... And this is one so of the better like can art they have because I kind of hate their yeah. <laughs> art in general, but this one's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's not bad. I don't I don't love the pure Michigan part. It's kind of corny. It's but. probably a tie-in because I mean they had to get some guy permission to use that, right? Because that's yeah, the probably. exact. What if they logo changed their logo Michigan? too? Shorts? Yeah, like these it used to shorts? be the guy with the legs, you know? Yeah, and, it now, does it's have just and now it's just a pair of shorts. Yeah, that definitely looks new to me. Yeah, it was like legs before cool did you uh say the abv and oh i did not it, it's coming in at 5.1 percent um and i don't 80 have IBUs. and 80 IBUs. i was gonna yeah. say i bet it's happy <laughs> it's as hell yeah yeah that's about it i guess i did take a cicerone class so that would have been studying I just studied no the, I, I heard they yeah. recently decided to add more hops to it <laughs> All right. All right. That's kind of a disappointment. Oh. Is mine going to do that? It barely did it. Yeah. I caught it all except for a couple Jacob of got a hand. got a beer from 2023, so that's good. Yeah, this is brand new. So this is about as fresh as you can get. It was packaged February 3rd. <laughs> It's always a plus when Jacob gets a beer that's not expired eight, two years ago. Well, I got to admire that's yeah. the difference. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah. It's good. All right, my first drink was all head. Delicious, actually. Yeah, this is really good. Super happy. I drank a billion beers last yesterday, so I'm struggling to get through this. Kind of hard to t- tell... I don't know. I usually feel like I guess I don't know how many IPLs I've had, but I feel like this tastes a little more IPA-ish to me than what they normally do. I don't think I've had a lot, so I probably can't compare. But I think it's um, pretty good. I think I we had say, one on the show, good. didn't we? Then we have Cold Hearted on here. Is that an IPL? Mm-hmm. Oh, Cold Hearted. I thought that was a. Um, I thought that was just Cold Hop Cryo Hop <clears throat> IPA. Yeah, I think that's a nail, not a lager. I'm pretty think sure you guys are both wrong. Well, that oh, one's delicious we'll too. So maybe I love IPLs. Look I up. know Gulo Gulo is an IPL, right? Yeah. That's it cool. is like, I would rather drink this than a session ale. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Because it's way happier. Yeah. Like it has more flavor of like a, an IPA, but like the crispness of a lager. You know what? This is what that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they should just do. Instead of sessions, session this should yeah. be the thing. Like I would drink this over yeah. all day. And I it's d- only five percent. So like Yeah. 
Well, all day is like four and a half, and it yeah. just feels yeah. like heavier. We were right, weren't we? Yeah, I'm trying to look, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they they did an IPL. Maybe I'm pretty so. sure Bells did. Maybe so, but I don't think I've had it if they have. But yeah, this is one of the better things I've had from them. I mean, it not is, amazing. It, it's, it is it's like good a, for what yeah. it is, but like it's crushability. Not surprising. I'm putting it high. It's super crushable. Four and a half. Yeah. yeah. Extremely crushable. Oh, yeah. And it's super cold. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, this is exactly, I don't know. Like, it doesn't blow you away with doing anything. It just is happy and doesn't have like a, any kind of weird aftertaste or yeah. pre nothing. Like, it's just clean, crisp, fresh. Boom! There's a flavor. Pretty much all my IPLs are from Wolverine. Yeah, literally. Where were you at uh, yesterday? Were you in Jackson? Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were at Ogma yesterday. Oh, I went there late, but mm. yeah, Jake Steenheisen is in t- was in town. Oh, I nice. Went to hang out with him and Ian. Had a few a bunch of summer shandies. <laughs> summer shandies. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they were. I don't know how, how many beers I had last night. <coughs> Too many. Yeah, well, I started at like twelve thirty, in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, and then just one <laughs> kept going. Yeah, and then just like twelve thirty. How did you get that much in? Oh, yeah, especially because like when you say it, it's like it's a weird time. Like, well, he could have started at twelve thirty at night, but I expect twelve thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't sleeping by twelve thirty a.m. Mm. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you drink from noon, it's hard to. Uh, with zero water. Yeah, I don't think I had a sip of water. That'll put you out. I would have been asleep by uh, five. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty tired toward the end. but Yeah, that's the best thing about day drinking is like you get really drunk, you go to sleep. You get a good night's sleep. Yeah, and then you just sleep and you feel fine. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had so much time to work, let it wear off. Well, I don't feel fine. <laughs> but it's, but everything is fine. Well, you're dead now, so you got to, yeah. you know, it's time to, time to let those hangovers start getting to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else on uh, Spring Nipple? I'm also going to give it a four and a half for Crushville. Crushville. We, I didn't actually specify that, but... Yeah. Me as well. Very cool. I think this is, like, really, really good, actually. I mean, <coughs> I don't know... Yeah, like I said, it like it's just not doing anything, but what it's doing is exactly, like, perfect for what you would it want. It is Pure Michigan Spring IPL is the actual name. That's fine. I figured. <laughs> it's on the the top there. Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, it's a, I don't know. And it's all Michigan ingredients? That's what it says. Mm-hmm. I mean, Made with we Michigan are one of the bigger hop growers in the nation. Yeah, so shorts definitely changed their logo. So that's cool. Good, because it was terrible before. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty bad. Excuse me. Okay, let's uh, let's get into our first featured review, which is Bo is Afraid. Uh, Bo is Afraid is written and directed by Ari Aster. It stars Joaquin Phoenix, Patty Lupon, Amy Ryan, and Nathan Lane. Plot synopsis reads, following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafkaesque odyssey back home. 
What did you think of Bo was Afraid? <laughs> Sorry. I'm finishing saving I like check in here. I did like this. But movie. how much is the question? That is the difficult thing, <laughs> and I re- why I was really excited to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So I was it's a three hour movie and I was entertained the entire time. And mm-hmm. it, it, there was like one point when it lagged mostly the end. Like once we got close to the end, it, then it started lagging a bit for me. But I agree. Yeah. Uh, up to that point, I was just like so entertained and I'm just like, what is the fuck is next? What's going to happen? And I do think there's quite a bit it's talking about while I, I know it's mostly about anxiety. <laughs> it, there's just so much going on. And I thought my favorite was the first act, like the interest in the apartment. That was amazing. Yes. <laughs> the whole first part. Amazing. And then they got to the weird like stage act. And I loved how that looked, <laughs> but w- even weirder. And uh, not even to mentioning the part before that with like the random family. Mm-hmm. And then we get, the end and whatever that was it is a weird 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 movie would you say it's weird for weird sake i don't think <laughs> i <laughs> i don't think so either i don't think so i liked it quite a bit mm-hmm. and i i liked the performances in it i liked how it, it looked there was a quite a few interesting scenes one that sticks out right away which was early on was the apartment scene with the random tattoo guy and it's like shoo, shoo, you just see him running <laughs> like and then they just start chasing. I'm like, what is this movie? But there was, yeah, a lot to like about it. And it's definitely a departure from his previous two movies. This one was just full out. Now my name's known. Now I can get money behind my name. And now I can just do whatever the fuck I want. And I don't really have to care if people are going to like it or not. <laughs> I feel like that was this movie. Hereditary, easy to like. Whoever you are, Midsummer, a little bit yeah. on the different end, but you know, it's still people like cult movies. And then this thing, which I don't fully, completely understand what it's trying to say. And I'm hoping that gets clarified a little bit, but I did like it overall. And I would want to watch it again. How yeah. much in the horror realm does it sit? Not, not at, at all. Because it has <laughs> it in the genres. It's not horror. So I, just no. I mean, it has some parts that are a little bit anxiety. settling do- yeah. images. And it's anxiety inducing like throughout. Like it just, it makes you wonder like what the fuck's going to happen. There are like horror tropes that it uses though, but like to almost like a comedic effect. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, there's comedy. In this all was, of it. yeah, it is, it very, is a funny. I think movie. it's more a comedy than anything to me. I've heard like some of the most people laugh in this movie than I've heard in the last few movies I've seen. Yeah, but yeah, for just to clarify the horror thing, I think it uses some horror tropes like the monster in the attic and um, the the bathtub. You know, scene. people are out to get me. Yeah, the bathtub <laughs> scene. Like, look up and something's there, and it's yeah, just creepy, but. Um, yeah, I think I'm almost exactly where Jacob is and I did get to iron out some of my thoughts already in a conversation with Travis and Matt on their podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm exactly where you are. I think it's, it's trying to say a lot, um, anxiety, 
uh, parental relationships, relationships in general. Uh, what is the mother complex? Like loss. Oh, Oedipus complex. No, that's the father, right? Oh, um, there's a name for the mother one. I yeah, Electra complex. Oh, okay. I thought I Oedipus that. was both. Was just parents in general. Well, I thought Oedipus was you want to kill your father, father so you can to fuck your mom. Yeah, but. He no, it's kind of like the I inverse of that. No, like so it's that the sexual desire for the parent of the opposite sex. So it just could be there father or mother. Oh, yeah. okay. Girls, so, the gr- term was originally applied to only only to boys. Originally to boys. Oh, so they changed it. The equivalent is called Electra. Equality. See, but, Electra complex. But now, but it's, now it's just, just one. One Oedipal. Oedipus complex. Okay. Yep. Uh, and that's a huge aspect to it too. Sex and just... um how we view it. And I heard there's some dongs. Is that true? There's a uh, there is. Well, there is there's well, a monster there's dong. The, yeah, there's a monster dong and then there's the birthday man suit, birthday suit stabber. <laughs> See his One, dong. Oh yeah, that's how many, right. How many out of five dongs is this movie? I think just for the audacity of the scene, the, <laughs> the monster, like it's five out of five. Yeah. <laughs> like Yikes. that is just... <laughs> to it's put an that, actual to put monster's that, cock, it's, or it's like a monster-sized yeah, cock. Spoilers! Both. It's yeah, it's a <laughs> dick monster. That's not really a spoiler. It's a dick monster and a monster dick. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I heard that was there's a lot of dongs in it, so it couldn't have been. I mean, too yeah, that's spoilery. The, that's the main one. I can't really think of anything else besides the birthday suit stabber in the beginning. But he's just like a naked, crazy guy. So I, you get like a. I don't know if I'm just crazy or I caught a glimpse of his giant testicles yeah the, i think they do like put that in there not subliminally but like they don't really draw attention it's to such it, a fast you have to scene look for it but then yeah. they con- and i'm like did i just see that and then they the surgeon made the comment later yes. i'm like okay so like <laughs> i did see that then. yeah uh anyway yeah there's a lot of themes going on in it um so there's a lot to dissect uh surveillance another one um yeah there's there's so much to get into but it, you really can break it down into, I think, three or four acts with the beginning, um, the middle with the family. And then I th- I think almost the stage play is like in part like of the a, family, like an intermission or like a yeah. almost like a tangential thing because it's a it's all fantasy. And it's like his vision of his life without his mother, like without the inclusion of her. And that's coincidentally like, or not not coincidentally the thing where he has a family and is like happy without her. And that's like a big part in just his psyche. Uh, and then the end when he returns home and everything that happens after that. Um, but yeah, I loved the first act. I lo- I really liked the stuff with the family, even though I think that was some of the most confusing stuff. Um, I do. Like I still don't really, there's some parts I still don't really get, but I don't know if you're meant to. Yeah, but uh, that stuff also has like the most, <laughs> it might it's not be funniest. the most confusing, but it's like when you think about it more, that's the stuff that clicks the most. I think actually everything from the house after is a little bit more confusing. Like when he gets home and that's also when it slows down for me. It's like once he gets home yeah. to see the, to the wake and everything. Yeah. The funeral. But then the end, the end end, I love the end end, the trial. Oh yeah. That was great. Life. Yeah. Yeah. How it finished, like in how it, like the ultimate end. I was yeah, just like, yeah, this ed- is great. The credits end. Yeah. That I'm like, was this is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had no problem with that. It was just, yeah, the house part. I was a little confused. Yeah. But I still liked it. <laughs> uh, I think the 
performances are amazing. Obviously, Joaquin's performance is great. He's pretty much great in everything. But, uh, I mean, all of the supporting characters and going back to the comedy thing, uh, people are saying it's he, he very intentionally cast people that are known for comedic roles in these roles. You know, Nathan Lane, uh, Amy Holly. Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> Holly. <laughs> Uh, Amy Ryan, uh, even Richard Kind at the end, he's, you know, a comedic actor. He's known for comedy. So, um, yeah, very intentional there. And the looks great, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of any shots, like, in particular, but, yeah, there's definitely some standout moments. And, yeah, definitely a movie that I want to return to. Sadly, I can't really remember the score too much in it. That's something that I couldn't even... Yeah, that's remember, true. and yeah. it could be because I was so focused on the movie, and like yeah, it's I was a just very, trying to figure out what was happening. Yeah, but it didn't stand out in the same <laughs> way that like Hereditary score did. Like I think, I think Hereditary score is mm-hmm. amazing. But uh, yeah, upon rewatches, that could click more for me when I'm just able to absorb the movie and appreciate other things. So, um, yeah, we can get into any like more plot details and spoilers and questions and stuff like that. It's I think it's pretty easy to like I said. It's so based on structure, like a three-act structure that, like, just to go from one, two, three, like, the first part is, to me, like, very, very much setting, like, the groundwork and the, like, getting inside of his head. And I knew immediately, like, when I saw just, like, the neighborhood and everything (laughs) that this is, like, not reality. It's not reality and a literal sense it's like how he views the world so yeah. like i think everything that we see is just from inside of his head and yep. his view of the world and really the it's funny enough the movie that i relate this the most to is actually the father because like that does such a good job of putting you mm. in hide the head of someone with dementia and alzheimer's i think this does a really good job of putting you inside the head of somebody with crippling anxiety not just like anxiety like everybody says oh i have such bad anxiety this is like somebody yeah like <laughs> agoraphobia yeah like <laughs> Like this guy Panic cannot disorder. function, um, and I think it does a really good job of that. Like just the how one small thought can take hold of his life, right? Like the notes under his door. Like he's not even playing anything, but like I know. he's that scared so that somebody funny. can or that somebody's like going to get mad at him for it, and uh, <laughs> not being able to drink like take the pills with water, and just like the. Oh my the cascading god! Cascading effects part. of like every like little thing. He looked up. It's like May dies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and everything. It's uh, it's amazing how he gets from one small idea to like the the consequences of that. And I think that's why I think the first act is so good. Is like, and it's probably it's one of the funnier. Yeah, it's definitely ones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> acts. Yeah, the first two I would say are the funniest. Uh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, then it gets more. It kind of gets more, uh, it's pretty surreal, I guess, in the beginning, but I feel like it gets even more so as yeah. it goes. Like, Yeah, but anyway, first act, any like questions or thoughts or stuff specific to that that we haven't said? No, I think, honestly, the first act was the most easy to understand as far as what it was trying to say. It was literally just like anxiety and agoraphobia like being afraid to be out in public and <laughs> i mean i even loved the therapist scene where it's like do you do you feel guilty and he's like uh no not really and he's just like guilty yeah 
Well, that that comes that ties yeah, that back into tie the in. ending, in. interestingly. Yeah. And somebody said too that um, they saw it, and I didn't catch this. This is why this movie would be great to rewatch. But they said if you look, you can see you can notice a flashing red light in the room to indicate that he's being recorded. Oh yeah, yeah. It showed there was a little camera that oh, was I didn't on. Even. Yeah. I I didn't think anything of it for the end. I just thought right. it was there to be like to record the sessions because he's taking notes, but maybe he wants to rewatch the session in case he missed something. Yeah, okay. To do better. I guess I didn't even yeah. like put put it together in connection to the end. I mean, it's three hours, so by the time you get from there to the end, it's like yeah. I didn't you've, think you've, about that either because so I just think of. wrote it off as just like oh, he records the sessions. You know, I yeah, I've never been to therapy, so I don't know if that if recording is a thing that's not done may probably not <laughs> after watching this but yeah <laughs> i didn't take note of it yeah and then it ends by right he gets hit by a van or whatever and it <laughs> happens to be amy ryan's character and um then you know he there he is under their care and their whole thing is they lost this son right and it feels like that's when it gets into more things than just anxiety uh, his anxiety is still the overlaying like theme for the whole movie, but they're dealing with this loss. It kind of feels like he's like somewhat of a replacement. And then the jealousy of the daughter where we, we learn in the end that they're kind of in on it, you know, and they're aware of it. And she kind of breaks the, not the fourth wall. She breaks the illusion to him, kind of wants to help him, um, you know, by telling him like, don't incriminate yourself. And that ties back to the very, very end. But yeah, all of that stuff I liked when it clicked for me, like, like the daughter, the reason the way she is, is cause like she's so jealous and, uh, of like the attention that he's getting when, you know, she kind of seems alive. like the black sheep. Yeah. yeah. She's still alive. And, you know, obviously they had favoritism towards the son. He's like this, uh, you know, military. Yeah. Just like, I don't know what's the word star not like a pupil but you know what i'm saying he's like he's the favorite uh yeah he was a military athlete got good grades whatever and she kind of seems like the black sheep so yeah there's like that whole angle and yeah then the paint scene is like one of my favorite scenes yeah by far i mean i just like how that scene looked yeah with the paint in the background (laughs) like it just looked great yeah and there's obviously some something to get into there psychologically with writing his name in pink and she's drinking the blue paint Mm -hmm. to yeah she kills herself with the blue paint but yeah that uh, the 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 most the thing that i didn't i guess connect or get was like the vet that they were kind of taking care of almost like it seems weird that he becomes like the surrogate for their son when they have this guy like living with them also who like could be the same I took it a little differently. And what does the daughter like? She always goes to him and like says things to him. I didn't take it as like they he was the replacement for the son. I took it as like because like if he was, they would have let him stay in his room. Right. I took it as like because they lost the son. Now they're trying to replace it and like just doing good and like allowing these people who are broken into it so to try and fix them. Because they lost a kid and try to just replace, you know, not the kid literally, but like with the deeds that they're doing by taking in these people, like these lost souls. So 
Yeah, the vet was a, like one of those people. Bo is another one of those people. Like they're just taking in people not to replace their son, but to get kind of distract them and like do something good. Yeah. And that like distracts them away from their son. But they also, by the end, we know that they were like told to do that. Like this is all like a big rouse, right? Like this is all orchestrated from the mom. Yeah. And my other question is why... Like, what is her, if her plan is, like, to get Bo back home, then, like, why why does she delay him bringing him home? Like, he wants to go home. If, if that's the plan, I guess, what was the point of her telling them to, like, keep delaying taking him home? Because, like, you know, he comes up with excuses and stuff over and over. I actually did not get exactly that she wanted him to go home. Well, I know she said, like... Don't incriminate yourself, but I didn't yeah. fully grasp what that meant. <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, that's why because he I guess was wearing an ankle bracelet, plan. right? Like a yeah, ankle bracelet, ankle, ankle monitor, monitor. Yeah. And they tell him it's like to measure his vitals. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which obviously it's an ankle monitor because he was. I'm a public indecency. I don't know what he was really charged for. I'm assuming public indecency, but um. Yeah, I didn't really get that she was trying to help him. I don't know. Like, I was kind of confused on what. Exactly to me, it seems like meant. her master plan is to get him home to eventually get to this trial. Like, that's what it that seems like the whole thing is leading up to. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I just, like, when she said, don't criminate yourself, I never fully grasped what that was trying to say. Or you could take it, I guess. Because maybe the plan, maybe thinking it's like an all orchestrated plan is too literal. And like he, it's more so that like, again, it's from his POV and his mind. So like to him, it's her orchestrating this plan. And to him, it's her putting him on trial, I guess. Yeah. Like (laughs) I, cause she kind of seemed cold to him after that too. Like a little bit like, oh yeah, very. So that's why I didn't get that. She was necessarily trying to help him. I mean, I've, it was, yeah, that whole scene was kind of, and I don't know, weird. <laughs> well, hard. wait, are you talking about Amy Ryan's character? Yeah. And I mean, well, just she does everybody say like that. She breaks it to, and she gives him, him the channel to turn to. Yeah. But she does say at one point you failed like bef- right at the, before the pacing or at the pacing. Well, she says you failed the test. Like there was some, this was some test and like he failed it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I said, there's so much of this. I'm just I know, confused. It's yeah, yeah. it's definitely a, like requires multiple viewings. And yeah, it's, it's even it's hard to rate because of that too. But yeah, I mean, I I did I liked all that stuff overall. Yeah, Again, I like it gets the feeling and more the weirdness confusing of it. As but it goes. yeah, I was really confused exactly what was happening there. Especially, I mean, there was the whole scene with the daughter and her friend and them driving him around and then giving him something. I'm guessing it was just weed, but he's just like, what is in this? Yeah, but he's like, never, yeah, he gets like paranoid. Yeah. 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 And uh, like, then it was just over. And then I'm like, okay, what was that for? And then she talked about like pictures and stuff. I'm like, oh, did they make him do things? And now they have like blackmail on him or what? Like, there's just so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, he get, he runs away from them. And yeah. then that's when it gets to the forest scene and the stage scene, which is pretty like, you know, like I said, dreamlike and... It's just basically a, a vision of what he ex- thinks his life would be like without the mother. But I liked all that stuff. And then the absurdity at the end, too, with the guy 
chasing him down and like he like falls on his own gun and like shoots his shoulder. Okay. Like it's just like blasting through his yeah like his <laughs> trap. <laughs> but yeah, and then anyway, pretty much from there he gets he finds his way back home, right? And then that's where it gets pretty confusing. Well, he thinks his mom's dead. His mom's not actually dead. And then. Yeah, it was actually the yeah, nanny. The, yeah, right. And then like that girl, it was the girl fr- that he met at the pool. On the cruise ship. On the cruise ship. Yeah. Who was there to visit, who happened to work for his mom. And this was confusing too. I'm like, <laughs> oh, did the mom hire this girl later? Because he knew, she knew. And it's like to fuck with them. Or did it just happen like, and we're not supposed I to take it literally? I think that's actually supposed to be ambiguous yeah, to some degree because like, yeah, there, it could go both ways, right? She could be a part of it, but then like the way that she responds and like she says that she quit too. So she's not an employee at the at the very end. Yeah. When she actually goes back, she's like, she kind of said that she just wanted to pay her respects anyway for whatever reason. And so I don't, yeah, I think she could actually be not a part of the plan and uh or again or it's just from his point of view like he could never tie her directly to his mother so he's choosing to view her as something else but yeah it's it's interesting to to think about but yeah anyway the end he there's obviously some part of that's where like the whole sex thing comes in like she is repressed like she basically has told him that if you come you're gonna die yeah. So like that, if you're taught that, it's kind of an interesting thing because like if you're taught, like if you grew up in an isolated village and you were taught that, you know, this is blue and blue is black, you would think that your whole life because you would just, that's what you were taught. And There's so, like uh, that Yorgo <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dog movie. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how he was raised, right? Like you taught this your whole life that if you come, you're going to die. So he thinks that and there's like a, the... The penis monster, I guess they call it his dad, but I kind of saw it as like some like repressed, like his literally his repressed sex organs. Yeah, he saw it as a monster. Yeah, and he tried and like to she avoid views it. it as that too. Like, you know, you're whether it literally happened or not. She says you're that's how your dad died. That's how your grandpa died. So he thinks it's like hereditary. And there was some translation of it, like if you kind of view it as how like men treat sex and like procreating is like yeah, you basically like, you know, have sex and then we move on. It's like, okay, there's no like attachment there. So that's kind of, I think how she, like if he left her for whatever reason, then like that's how she just views men. So that's how she's imbuing that onto him. Which was really the start of this whole fucked upness (laughs) of his life because he was so afraid of everything. Yeah. And so like did, uh, did his dad actually die or was, or was he at the, the or did he play. Leave? <laughs> oh yeah, that too. But either way, I mean, he's got he's got a lot of problems because. Daddy, daddy wasn't there. Daddy wasn't there. <laughs> I'm assuming for me that the dad. I thought like the dad never actually did die. He just left. Yeah. Immediately. That's why I think she's yeah, like so. And she just pretend he died, and she wanted to make him never be like that to someone else, basically. Yeah. And then to and have it for him. herself, yeah. too. There's a very weird, like, the cruise ship scene, too. Like, like when he's younger, they're sleeping in the same bed. Yeah. There's, like, a weird 
sexual tension and energy. It's just super weird. And then like the soon as another girl comes around, she gets almost jealous. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah. Very. Um, yeah, the, the how and like also too like his his own personality being trapped in the attic along with the penis monster. Because like at some point when he stands up, like he has that flashback when he's a kid and he almost stands up to her. And then like that's the part of him that gets locked away mm-hmm. is like the, the side that stands up to and her. That's why he's always seeing it from yeah. a distance. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then after that, yeah, it pretty much goes into the trial scene, which is amazing on the rowboat and the looking up and it's uh, the God's eye overhead and. You know, people are, it's like, it's a Coliseum theater and there's Jumbotron and the the lawyer is trying to defend him and, you know, even he gets killed at some point and. Which was very, uh, like Midsummer. Midsummer, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was like almost a callback. Yeah, I thought had it was, been. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that whole scene I love too, because like he is, you know, all of these things is. I feel like this whole journey from his apartment to here was some kind of test and he just always feels, it goes back to the therapist's office. He's like, do you feel guilty? And he's like so wrought with guilt that he, like, he doesn't even believe he won't even defend himself. Right. Like if the, if this is in his head, he kills his own defense. Lawyer, yeah. Then. That's what I, <laughs> I took it as like, that was his last little bit. Like he was trying to justify it with an, yeah, this all took place in his head and he like, Whenever like something bad happened, he also had that, you know, the one on his shoulder, like, the rational side that's saying like, no, like you had a reason why you did that. Yeah. And then eventually like that, w- now he's broken and he's just after the attic, I guess he, now he's broken <laughs> and he's, or, you know, the mom's demise now he's broken and he doesn't even have that like rational side anymore. So now he's just yeah broken. Oh, well, and the scene too, before where he finally loses his virginity. He realizes that he's not going to die if he comes, yeah. but then she dies, and that's like another question. Is like, I was why confused about she... that. Did she actually die, or <laughs> was she killed yeah, by the mom? Like that, it gets to a part where I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, that like that's what I yeah. When I said the second part was most confusing, it's definitely the third act, but it gets more confusing as it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, just like how it ends and the final shots of the boat flipping over and. Right, like you're, it's like he's like literally drowning in his sorrows, right? Yeah, drowning I figured, yeah, he was keeping a flow, you know, his <laughs> head above the water, as you would say, you know, yeah. and now after his rational side died, then now he's just full underwater and. Yeah, and like he does, there's like a struggle too, which is interesting, like he, if this is in his head, he, he condemns himself, but he's like struggling at the same time to wants to survive because he like thinks live. he's like a good person like he's yeah. trying he is trying he knows he's trying to be good but he just keeps messing up yeah yeah and then the end when the credits come up and like people start like walking out of the theater and it's like a mirror into like the actual movie theater when people are like getting because as yeah. soon as credits roll people start to get up and walk out yeah like <laughs> chef's kiss <So> cool <laughs> damn it ari you genius um yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot to get into, and definitely definitely needs multiple rewatches. But um, yeah, I'm sure this this will be a essay worthy 
yeah movie in the future when somebody can uh rewatch it as much as they want on video and kind of dive into everything but yeah i mean it just upon like first watch like yeah i was confused walking out of the theater but thinking about it like day by day you get a better grasp on it and it's not it's not too, it's not like weird for weird sake or like confusing just to be confusing there's a lot of things that you can get on the first watch and yeah that's why i'm super positive on it overall i like it the more i think about it but i need to rewatch to even change my score and go yeah because i'm sure there's so much i missed that yeah, i'm leaving it the lots of room to grow yeah <laughs> yeah okay well what did you rate it out of five stars uh three and a half i am also a three and a half heavy three and a half could easily see it going up on a rewatch and Josh, you wanted to say you want to tell you why you won't like it. Yeah. Well, I will say it's three hours is yeah. is one barrier. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not saying like you wouldn't get it because like we didn't get a lot, and there's, but I do feel like you would think some stuff is too weird or abstract, like for the sake of it. And I feel like there might be some stuff in there that is that too, if like. If I rewatch it three times and I'm still not able to get this one aspect, then I might chalk it up to <laughs> just weird. being weird for weird's sake. Or I mean, there's there are things too actually that we didn't even touch on, but uh, like religious undertones and the Jewish experience. I feel like that's mm. something I'll never be able to get just from watching it on my own because that's not a life I've lived or like anything that I, I totally know. Forgot. I don't he know always anything had that about thing with him, right? Yeah, and I don't know anything about that. So if there's anything. Is Ari Aster Jewish? Tied to that. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably. But I know the characters in this movie are. So, yeah, that's something that, like, yeah, I would never get. But, so, you know, those things, not to say that they're weird for weird sake, but I would never get them no matter how many times I watch it. But <clears throat> Okay. Anything else on Bo's Afraid? Nope. All right. Let's get into our next beer before we get into the next movie. Now, I bought this uh, in preparation for Renfield, and then when I went back to the beer store, found a better pick for Renfield, so we've just been saving this. Should I have glasses for this one, Ray? I don't know. This is only two, right? No, there should be three. Oh, is there three? There should be. Look, Jacob, open your eyes. Um... <coughs> Ooh, Toppling Goliath. So, yeah, this... Uh, They're out of Iowa? Yep. This, we uh, just were saving, and then, like, shit, if we're doing two movies, might as well do two beers, and this ties in much better with uh, with Evil Dead Rise. And it <coughs> is Soul Hunter. So, Soul Hunter is a Imperial IPA from Toppling Goliath Brewing. Out of Decora, Iowa. Uh, Soul Hunter is a double IPA with aromas of passion fruit, citrus, and tropical berries. Hand selected Simcoe, Simcoe Cryo, and Riwaka, Riwaka hops. Produced flavor notes of pink lemonade, fresh grapefruit, and, and ripe pineapple. Yum. So I'm expecting this to be juicy as fuck. Coming in at a whopping 4.15 on Untapped. Damn. 7.8% ABV, IBUs, got to be unavailable because it says zero, but Were you reading that IPA, description so. from 
That was from un, that was from Untapped. I think there's a different one. Oh yeah, it's the one on the can. It talks. It's like Ooh, a whole yeah. story. And here's the thing, and I'm already nervous about it. I'm not a thial, thialized thial hops uh-huh. fan. <laughs> they all okay. taste like a certain. Is that like the Nectatrans? That's like the um, oh, what was that beer that Agba did with um, Griffin Claw? Hmm. I don't know. I didn't have that one. Not sure. Um, if you want to look up, if you want to oh, look up, wait. I can read this. No, that was a green. Nope. Lush green. Was it not that one? Nope. That was the champagne one. No, that was called stylized. Oh yeah, that well, was, that was good. stylized too. I like. It just that has one like though. a different. I don't know how to describe it. It just has this weird like, almost like, chalky flavor to me. Hmm. Well, I inhale a lot of chalk, so. Like, it tastes like, if I was to drink. Water right after eating Tums. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good description. Yeah, but, uh, very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I I guess I can't put my finger on like what that, like connect that taste to anything, I haven't had that any beer I've had. So yeah. yeah. But I did um, like stylized, so. Of course. Okay. Let me read the one, the description on the can. Below the secret door and a devilish snare of binds rests the aromatic sorcery of Thiles, uh, the Soul Hunter's three hellhounds bound to protect the aromatic sorcery of this fluffy double IPA. The crux of the ma- the crux of the matter is how to set these Thiles free. The prophecy has been foretold that a, that particular hops blended and introduced in harmony will mesmerize the beasts, opening the door and allowing aromas of passion fruit, citrus, and tropical berries to be released. I like the poetic language yes, fused into this Top description. Uh, unfiltered, unfiltered beer. Yeah, it's unfiltered. Probably going to so want to roll this can. Sediment. Give it a roll or two. Speaking of rolling cans, I had a strawberry oh, yeah, for the did. first time. I thought was, I was like, oh, strawberry and forty-three. Is this new? You've had it like five yeah. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I've had it too. I had it yeah, when they you, first yeah. released it on. Uh, <laughs> the first came out with it. Yeah, it was like really hard to find. <laughs> and I know I wasn't OG, blown away. No, it's like yeah. so. Well, the, the last time I had it was so subtle, on the strawberry that I was it's like, it's still pretty subtle. I was like, it. It feel like it wasn't even. It was kind of pointless for me, but. Uh, yeah, it's like subtle, but it doesn't add any. If anything, it just takes away from the. Yeah, like the M forty three isn't taste. isn't what it used to be either. No, yeah, it was so good back in the day, and now it's like clearer. <laughs> like I think they're they're trying to like cut down some of the oats and stuff cost. to save cost, or they yeah. just expanded so largely that. That's sad. I wonder if it tastes any better from the source. We need to go to Old Nation sometime. It's really not that far. No, no. <laughs> it's like right. It's like twenty there. minutes from Bad. Yeah, I haven't been there in like six or seven years. Probably. Yeah, I've only oh, been really? there once. Yeah, I think the actually ago. last time I was was with you. Yeah, that's a long time. Then. <laughs> that was when you just yeah, moved I've back. only been there <laughs> once, and it was probably like we went. It was years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was years and years ago. But yeah, when Kyle moved back from Texas, we went. Yeah, that was that was so six, that's seven when years I think ago. That was the last time I came, went to. All right. Well, let's crack her open. Now, I don't know if I've had anything from Topping, Toppling Goliath, but I know that they are a pretty highly coveted brewery. I was just about to look up the beers that I've had from them, actually. How are the, how are the files? 
Okay. <laughs> so if you taste it, the very end, when you you eat that very end, it's like a... I know what you mean. It's That's the same thing I get from... It's like that astringentness almost on the, the back of your tongue, the roof of your mouth. I, yeah, I don't think astringents is the one, the word I'm thinking of. I get a little bit of the... It's like, like it just has a very... The finish on it is thyle, the thylized that I'm just not a fan of. But Toblin Goliath's overall rating is 4.15. Every beer I've had from them, banger. Pseudo Sue, their pale ale, really good. Uh, Fire Skulls and Money, uh, hazy from them, very good. And a S'mores uh, pastry stout, very good. See, I don't think I've ever had anything from them. I definitely have not. <coughs> uh, Horrocks gets a lot of stuff from them, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Super Liquor. <laughs> Alyssa did not stuff. like the S'mores beer. No, she did. did. She did not. <laughs> did, did you bring know? that fucking Pert beer? Yeah, it's in the fridge. Oh, the mint one is? Mm-hmm. Turn it off. Yeah, not there a fan of this. I just, I'm just, I know I'm not a thialized guy anymore, and I every time I try it, it... I... I'm trying to understand where you're coming from and I think I get it, but I just don't, I like, you know, every taste is different and subjective, but I don't get that taste. Like, I think it's pretty good. I think I have it exactly nailed down now that if I, I didn't know what to attach that taste to now. And that's, and now I will always, it's kind of like lactose. Yeah. Like I was going to say lactose. Yeah. Like I can always tell when lactose is in beer. Now I know what thialized tastes like. Super juicy though. Very juicy. It is very juicy. Yeah, and for an I just like a double IPA. The first hit doesn't give me much of like complexity. It's pretty standard for me as mm-hmm. a New England, but then you get a little a louder fruitiness right before you get that thialized taste. Yeah, I don't actually know uh, what the process of thialized that what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely not in New England. It's just a it's juicy just a double IPA. Yeah. It's just a super juicy double IPA. I I mean I appreciate it, but I'm it's just not, not my this new wave of I don't cryo yeah, hops I, and thialized. Yeah, I think I'm already. I mean, like I said, I'm kind of over this kind of style. Like that last beer, I think this beer, that spring IPA was IPL was much better than this. I, d- for also, personally. I agree. I liked it better. I'm just I've said it before, but I'm but just this over. Is good. I'm over the hazies. I'm over the fucking juicies. I I just want to go <laughs> go. Can we go back to the aggressively in your face bitterness from like ruination? Yeah, I want my palate to be destroyed. Mm. Well, I mean, Stone's always I know Stone's available. Great. Good option for that. And then it is good though. It's crushability. definitely not crushable. No, I would <laughs> say like probably three. I'd say three and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say three and a half or four. I think it's pretty for me, pretty crushable. It has an not, interesting nose too. It's not super bitter. I think I could like down it pretty quickly. It smells, you know how they it says the pink lemonade, right? That was one of the notes. I get that on the smell, like when you, the nose of it. I get like something herby, like oregano or something. (laughs) Basil? Basil, maybe? Maybe. Something like an herb. Good, not great. For me. I'm sure a lot of people love this beer and (laughs) they can have it. I mean,. Uh, yeah, when you get an IPA, there's definitely an expectation, especially like from a double IPA, and it does have like such a strong, like juicy. Like, you know how I said my review of Juice Force was can a 
B or B too juicy. That is like way too juicy, way too sweet. I think this is a better balance of that, but still leaning towards almost too juicy, like almost no high flavor from like, this, right? This isn't a New England. So no. it's a double IPA. I want yeah, it you to want be more like a double IPA. Yeah. It does not taste like a double IPA to me. Like a fucking um, Nation. That's a double. Yeah, like this tastes like a New England. It does not taste no. like a double IPA. Yeah, 4.15 average. I mean, that comes from like the easiness to drink and the juiciness, right? Like yeah. Those are going to be skewed. And I think... The, higher ratings. Yeah, the New Englands and the doubles that are chased the like beers this that are you always rated higher. In your higher. face, aggressive. Those are going to be lower rated. So it's like you can't yeah. always trust the untapped ratings because it's going to skew towards like normies rating it very yeah. highly. Yeah, you but get I, the, uh, I don't see like many negatives to this beer. No, it's, just, it's not yeah, bad by any means. It's just if I don't think it fits if you the want, style perfectly. Yeah, if you want like just like a high ABV, super juicy IPA, like. Yeah. If you're a fan of New England and Hazy's, this would be right up your alley too. This is gonna be easy to like. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we get we have the um the ABV dark bump, and I think we have now True, yeah. the hazy <laughs> juicy bump. This gets a little bit of both because it's a seven point eight percent beer. Mm. So good. That's not my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm good with the one and done. Great for if you love this. <laughs> but for as, like I like to also rate things based on the style a little bit, and I think it kind of doesn't hit the mark completely on the style. Yeah, they call it like a double hazy. Yeah, would, then it would be or a yeah. double juicy. But for me, this is not tasting like a double IPA. No, I don't even know why <clears throat> it has the. T- well, whatever they if they like took this same exact recipe and like whatever they need to do to make it a New England hazy, like put some oats in there or whatever, like it could be really good. It could elevate it. Yeah, just give me. I don't know. I think I I want it to be happier. It doesn't. Yeah, give me a lot the, of hop taste. The the new standard feels like they're adding a lot of hops, but the hops that they're adding aren't. That bit, they don't you. have the alpha acids or the beta acids that. Like that, I get want out of a you know like a like a centennial or a. I, I mean, even doom acids. <laughs> only alphas. <laughs> only alphas. I mean, this Closest. last one, right? The spring IPL. Oh my gosh, the top flavor profile, and this is hoppy. Yeah, right. Get yeah, real. It's not That's how you that know hoppy. untapped is fucked. <laughs> like it's, this is about as good as this style can get for me. I think though. To be it, honest, it, again, I want to say I do like this quite a bit. I do too. Like I'm giving it a three <laughs> seven five because yeah, I I'm think right I really like it. Yeah. And it's easy to drink, but yeah. as a double IPA and like what it's going for, it's not hitting that mark. The last one is soft, and I would think that soft is more of a yeah, for sure, <laughs> more more appropriate than yeah. Beta, it's soft. Happy. It's beta. It's it's all of those things. Yeah, it's all those. <laughs> it's soft. It's beta. I'm whatever. sitting at a, like a. Th- I think I'm a three five on this one. Still good. I mean. Yeah, I think. I mean, I like it a little bit more than the spring IPL, but that's just like. It's so close. I think like the spring IPL is really good for what it is, but like again. Would I drink a lot of it? Like, would I go? Would it be my go-to? You know, probably not, unless like I'm looking to crush a lot of beer or whatever. You know. Yeah, you and I are complete, completely reversed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like I would buy that spring IPL like for summer beers, but it's yeah, it's hard when also when you're in the summer, it's like I, then I just wanted to crush Corona and bushlight. Yeah, Corona <laughs> with lime, get real. 
it's like I always say, like, oh yeah, like this would be like a great boat beer, summer beer. But then like when I get, when it comes down lie. to it, I'm always drinking. Corona I've been super Corona Bush Light summer shandies, been, yeah. the I've Natty Lights Natter Days. I don't know if they're gonna do that again, but I need some Natter Days oh, in my yeah. life. I've been like super into lagers and pilsners recently. I though. love a good pilsner. Yeah, love I pilsner. love. I've been like super into them lately. Because oh, yeah. like, you can't hide anything with the pilsner. Yeah. you cannot. So hide you just it. have to be. You have beer, to be a good brewer. Like, yeah, p- porters you can hide by adding vanilla coconut. <laughs> yeah, you know you could have a vanilla porter like um, IPAs. Vanilla just Java super hoppy, from right? You can just put more hops. I mean, this just put enough fucking juice notes <laughs> yeah. in there, fruit notes in there, you're good. Yeah, but people give it <laughs> high rating. Yeah, pilsners you can't. There's nothing to hide behind. So it just has to be super clean, crisp, clean, starchy, mm-hmm. golden color. I love it. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else on Soul Hunter? Nope. Well, no, then let's I think this hunt some first. souls. Yeah, let's I'm do it. I do have one last <laughs> note. As it's warming up a little bit, I think I'm getting more of the fruit notes in it. But Yeah, it's definitely getting better It was than the first super set. cold, and it is a yeah. high ABV beer, so probably to get the full complexity, it needs to be a little bit warmer. I am getting a little more fruit so don't, to it. So don't now. try not to yeah. chug it, Jacob, and you'll you'll appreciate it more by the end. This could also be, this could, because it's a can and it's unfiltered, even though we rolled it, I've had cans where like out the first half will be one taste and the second half will be completely different. Oh, I just bought the... <laughs> Jacob likes drinking you the, know gu- the, the gulp. You know the Kawabunga yeah, yeah, we've had? It yeah. was delicious, right? The basil one? I bought one. It is disgusting. I thought I got a deal. So is that super liquor? So it's probably way out of date. Jacob <laughs> yeah, just tra- right. checking the fucking but like, package date. But they the gave it to me for four ninety nine. They're yeah, they're trying to unload it. Like, well, oh, no, I spark. thought it was an accident because, like, it said that, but I think it meant for one can or, or it was missing the one. But he's he was just like, "There's no way this is four ninety nine. Was that like, one of my buddies? No, <laughs> it was just a, a new guy. I didn't oh. see him. It's like, "There's no way this is four ninety nine. He's like, "Fuck it, here you go." <laughs> so yeah, it was probably four ninety nine a can per can. Yeah, because yeah. they do that. They do those can sections. Yeah, and it's always about five. So bucks. I got like I'm like, oh, I got a great deal on this because this is a good beer. Well, Kawabunga wasn't the really good one that we liked. No, right? but it was pretty good. I thought it was still good. Yeah, yeah. And the other the one that from them machine. we love. It, it has yeah. so much sediment in these cans. <laughs> so much, and I don't know if it's bottle condition and that's just the dead yeast at the bottom that I'm just. But like half the can, like it's like you can almost chew it. It's so much sediment. It was gross. I'm like, it didn't change the flavor that much, but it's just gross feeling so many flecks of like something. Oh, that was the tea one. Tea leaves. It had (laughs) tea blend of hibiscus, blackcurrant, apple, blueberry. Yeah, and it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I gave it a four two five. Like, and so I was super excited. Kyle gave it a four two five. So I was super excited because I'm like, oh, we love this one. But like it was hard to drink just because there was so much sediment in it. In it, what was the other one you said? The ending, the vending? ending, ending machine. I think that, it was called. Yeah, that one was. That was like oh, that was almost a five. I gave it a four seven five. Yeah, you gave it a four seven five as well, and Jacob gave it a four and a half. That was that basil one. Yeah, that was fucking delicious. Amazing. But I knew Kawabunga was great too, and I'm like, he just gave this me to You're me like, for five bucks. Fuck yeah. And then you get, you're chewing your beer. Yeah, it was like, I don't, it can't, I don't know. Like, it can't be that old, but like, I don't know. It was like, when we had it before, I didn't taste any sediment. Yeah, I don't no, remember sediment. I don't remember and this had tons. We would have mentioned it. it yeah. Sure. Tons of sediment. Like, the most I've ever 
experience in oh, the beer. More than that one time when you drank that beer. <laughs> well, that was just <laughs> a like little, that was gold. one little mucus, like <laughs> one little mucusy like, like pump. <laughs> Whereas like this, it's just like flecks of tons of like sediment. You know, you get it in like these kind of beers, but like it was the entire beer tastes like that. I strained it. Ugh. Like I used a strainer to get all that out and then you it was great. You should have mm. rechecked it in. No, because I know it's not the fall of the beer. It's true. I know I the know. beer is great. It was good after I strained it too. <laughs> just so you were drinking it from the can, and it was that that way. Yeah, I mean, but I poured it out it. too. But did you try like rolling it or like putting it into a glass? And like I already did. It, so okay, so the first one I just drank. I'm like, okay, that was kind of gross. That had so much sediment. So the next one I shook, rolled. Still had tons. So then the third one I strained. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, okay, that was the way to do it. And he's like a coffee <laughs> strainer. Like. Uh, that sounds like a lot of work yeah, for a beer. It was. But, you know, I only paid $5 for it. So I guess I can't really complain that much. We all have problems, but we have to serve the Lord. And all we right. also didn't comment on the can art. It's dope. Oh, yeah. The older cans are dope. Yeah. This is fucking has holographic and like pretty good, pretty, yes, pretty almost good. Cerberus like on the front, but <coughs> no, they're three different. Yeah, it's three different dogs, but I said Cerberus like <laughs> three <laughs> heads. It's a wolf. <laughs> you can't see their back, so it could be three dogs connected with by their butts. Oh no, you see a back leg right there. Never mind. Still, they didn't have to choose three dogs. Okay, true. Let's get let's move on. Yeah. Next featured review is Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise was written and directed by Lee Cronin. It stars Mirabai Peace Teresa, uh, Richard Crouchley, Anna Marie Thomas, and Lily Sullivan. Plot synopsis reads A twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh possessing demons thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. What did you guys think of Evil Dead Rise? So, I want to start out by saying it was an amazing start. Like, the beginning. And then, like... Well, we gotta mention, the opening title... The title scene? Amazing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was going to get at. Her floating above with like the, the op- thing in the yeah. background and it's reflecting out the water. The opening title. One of the best I looking ever do it. I never do it, but I took a picture. Yeah. Of it. I had to. That was fucking That awesome. looked amazing. So <laughs> yes. I just want to start out by that. That that set the tone. I'm like, this, I'm in for something amazing. And then I, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to the real part. Yeah. And then we got to the actual movie and it was not. It was kind of a disappointment. And that's coming from like, which I think both you've now watched the original. I mean, yeah. the original remake now. Oh, Evil I've, Dead. I've, I've, watched, I'm, I'm a pretty <laughs> big fan of the new original. I the, love. Well, okay, Fede Alvarez. Let's say, well, the, I love the original is called The Evil Dead. Yeah, and they remade it called Just Evil Dead. Evil Dead. So Evil Dead. I was. I really liked. I Evil saw it in Dead. theaters. I've seen it a couple. I think one or two times outside of theaters. So. Yeah, I really. I know you Evil just Dead. recently reviewed yeah, it, and it's well. I don't know. It's recently. really good <laughs> on the show. You, I have reviewed it on the show. <laughs> reviewed it. Really good. Like it's exactly what I wanted. This one's a little disappointing coming from that one for me. Uh, it just 
didn't hit the levels of like almost like the gore. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but like the first one and it's like uh practical effects and everything. It looks so like I remember I'm just like, oh, like the tongue splitting with the yeah. knife and stuff like yeah, just, Kyle just watched it. Yeah, I just watched it. So yeah. I'll talk about so it. So that like stood out so much. There's so many things like that that stood out more than this one. Yeah, like there's it, a lot more like uneasy moments in that like yeah, extreme. I mean, that's like Fede Alvarez. Like he kind of goes to those extreme places. This one kind of felt like blood just for the sake of it. Like, yeah. And it wasn't as <laughs> there was like uh, one really standout moment for me that made me current. Maybe two. The one was the cheese grater. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was, I'm like, that was great. like that was one. That was like the one scene that really like like whereas like the evil dead, like just evil dead had a lot more. I'm just like, oh, man, this movie's fucked. <laughs> like and this one just didn't have that magic. So it felt it still fell in line with that one. Like it was a, it felt like a sequel to that one where. It still had the over-top acting. It still like felt like it wasn't trying to be any more than what it wanted. Just this like horror movie. But it it was just so weird from the beginning <laughs> to the rest of the movie to the end. And I don't know. It just it felt a lot more generic to me than the than Evil Dead felt. Yeah, it, which Evil <laughs> Dead was trying to be generic. It was trying to be like just that kind of movie and it felt like well it was like a exact remake of the original pretty yeah, much but it was yeah kind of it, it was just trying to be you know like nothing it was trying to be cheesy it was trying to be you know like that kind of movie and it exceeded expectation whereas this one i had higher expectations and it didn't meet them so yeah um <clears throat> i actually kind of loved this movie to be honest oh God, with here you we go. <laughs> um yeah, it didn't it's Evil Dead was gruesome, was violent to the nth degree the entire time. This one definitely wasn't that violent comparatively. I mean, it's still pretty violent. <laughs> like Yeah. Um, but I love the use of this guy Lee Cronin. I'm I'm kind of interested to see what else he's he's kind of done, but the style Not that much, he used, right? no. No, nothing big. The style that he used um there was a lot of cool, like interesting shots. <laughs> um, the way that he, like a couple shots in particular, where it would show like a person's face and like the and the side of the the thing, and it looked kind of like it was like a like a vignette around him, and then you would see like the like the background and they're in the forefront, and it kind of looked like blurry around them, almost like it was like a yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah, like a mirror, like you were looking at a mirror of these people. Um, like you said, the title card was absolutely incredible. Um, some of the editing was, was pretty cool with how they made her s- seem like she was like twitching when she was walking um, as soon as she got uh, taken over. I did like um, the throwbacks. Um, obviously, there was a lot of Easter eggs from the original trilogy in this um, chainsaw, the double barrel shotgun. Come get um, some. Come get some, yep. Things like that. Um, I think... A lot of people are saying that this as a franchise is like one of the best horror franchises of all time because all five of the movies are relatively pre- like pretty good in terms of um, there's a TV show too that people like I've never seen it. Yeah, I heard there's Ash a video game too that's supposed to be 
really good. Mm-hmm. So like this franchise, <clears throat> for being as old, <laughs> old, I mean, and as coveted as it is to have this many movies that aren't like yeah, none of them are like bad. bad entry. Yeah, no. they're all yeah. they're all good to. Well, you gotta watch. Some. Yeah, I do. To, to, to definitively I, I, say I that. do too, because I've only seen The Evil Dead, mm. Evil Dead, and Evil Dead Rise. That's I haven't the seen the rest. As well. yeah. I haven't seen Evil Dead 2, The Evil Dead 2, or The Army of Darkness. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, this was, it was fucking metal. It had um, the uh, Shining throwback of the elevator, <laughs> which was fucking awesome. I did want to mention that, yeah. I, I, was, I was looking it up because Kyle said that you had to watch The Shining, and I was kind of wondering why. I didn't know that before i didn't oh, know really that. no <laughs> why he said that so i, I typed mean, in i typed in like e- evil there's Dead a Rise. point where it's like is it is it a throwback or like yeah you could definitely say it's an homage but like it also is just like happenstance so like that's obviously what has to happen right because of the situation that they're in <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah it's if they like did that in slow-mo i would have been like oh yeah like huge shining homage but i think it's kind of like just coincidence and him leaning into it for sure yeah, I was um I like typed it in like The Shining and Evil Dead Rise and people were saying that that they did the elevator scene better in this than The Shining. Mm. And I was I haven't I seen mean, The Shining yet. I I I don't really disagree. <laughs> I I mean The Shining one's iconic, but like I don't <laughs> think it was that like You know, I don't think you put crazy. all your ratings of the Kubrick on Letterboxd. I did. Cuz I was looking at them, but Either way, um, back to Evil Dead Rise. I love, I liked it. Uh, Borderline loved it. It was super metal, super violent at times. Um, and yeah, just overall empty theater. So I was the only one in there. So it was nice. Fucking loved it. At 10 <laughs> oh, you the only one? Nothing like starting nice. your morning on a 1030, at 10.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning watching Evil Dead by yourself, but. I know. I didn't know you were going to go that one or I just went We talked you. about it. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I forgot. Because yeah. I went to the 1245 one. I mean, there wasn't like anyone there either. It was like, actually, surprisingly, there was a good amount of people for that time there. I mean, it was still like 10, but. Yeah, I was <laughs> uh, I was by myself. It was great. Okay. Um, I... I'm kind of split on Evil Dead Rise. There's parts that I like and really like. And the problem for me is I think the entire middle of the movie drags so much and is so boring. Uh, I really like the intro, obviously. Like the intro plus the title card. Title card, outstanding. I still like the intro. Like the ripping off the scalp. Oh yeah, uh, I just loved the how dr- he, the like douchey the guy too. Yeah, and like the, the drone shot, the shot. How it's like it's mimicking obviously the first. I mean, yeah. every movie has that you know iconic like the uh, POV of the demon or whatever you want to call it, evil entity. And then in this, it's like oh, faked out drone. Uh, that was interesting. And then it goes back to the actual uh, shots. Of I that. love the. Um, I did want to mention how the house like they put like a fish lens. And it made the trees look like they were like mm. around the A circ- frame of the around yeah. the A frame. And the first part just yeah. looked so good compared to the <laughs> it rest. Started of it. Off I mean, like the whole hell. movie didn't look bad, but like the first no. part looks so but great. The setting, like the, I just feel like the location is not that interesting for this movie, yeah. like for this franchise, because like, it doesn't 
add that much. I don't except yeah, for like the fact if you want to put it in like an apartment building, like that would be an interesting setting if it was like a crowded apartment building. But they've mentioned twenty times that this place is basically deserted, and yeah, that there's, there's only they only interact with the people on their floor. I mean, even the fact that like. <laughs> You know, they can't go down the stairs. I'm like, you can't climb some way down yeah, the stairs. Like, yeah. like, well, everybody's not a professional climber like you, Jacob. Well, I, I didn't think it looked that <laughs> difficult, though. Yeah, the stairs are gone, but it wasn't that big of a yeah, drop but would you or anything. trust those stairs? To the, even, I thought the rest of the stairs were fine. It was just like the one stair for them to go down like no, one I level. Think most of it was. It was hard to tell. It was there. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things like conveniences and just like bad exposition and things to to keep them where they are and. You know, even like the shotgun thing, like, I'll go grab my shotgun, we'll blast the door open. He's like, we don't need to scare anybody yeah. with it. It's like, you just said, like, everybody's deserted and like, it's a, an earthquake just happened. Just fucking do it. Like, it's just so stupid things like that. Uh, you know, there's this or movie the fact that, that that lock was that strong because the <laughs> locks are not that strong. Yeah. Well, they they said exposition on that, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Like, oh, it's you got to have something really heavy duty to get through these doors. It's like, wh- why? <laughs> but. Whatever, yeah. This movie is filled with that stuff. That's like one of the worst things. But then there's, you know, things that I love about it. Uh, again, the middle drags, but there's... I liked how the Book of the Dead looked in this one compared to the other ones, yeah. especially Evil Dead, the remake. I thought that one was like super corny and just like over the top with like the writing in it and stuff. You know, I was like all marked up from whoever else. But this one was like much more unmarked and like just I like classic the veins and yeah, on the yeah. <laughs> cover this one like looked a lot better and the end like what they how they like come together and the the ending creature or whatever you want to call it that was like unique and interesting oh yeah that was dope um it's like this movie has good ideas and like good visuals but i don't think it was like as like there's a lot of moments that it was trying to be like creepy and scary and it was coming off as like cringy like the whole bathtub scene, I was like cringing. I was like, this is not <laughs> even creepy. Yeah. And, you know, it's these movies, they obviously are in the horror genre, but they are so over the top that it's like comical. It's supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. And I know it's supposed to be like that the, way, but like it I just mean, takes all like, horror and like creepiness like, out on, of it. Slut. Yeah. But in those <laughs> parts are funny. With the maggots now. Yeah. <laughs> they have the same moment in this too, you know. Mm hmm. Spread your legs like uh like the groupie like, slut or whatever. Like the groupie slut that you are. Yeah. And then her rebuttal also cringy. There's a lot of cringy moments uh, in this yeah. actually. Just like dialogue and stuff like that. And both movies, the both remakes are are guilty of this, but like I don't think the acting is particularly strong in either. And there, I they felt like a they lot were, of unknown. I felt like it people, was it's or less unknown people, I should say. On, I don't know. Like that's weird to like say. Like an ode to the eighties. No, I just feel like all bad they, too. like definitely I feel like it was one, more intentional in Fede yeah, Alvarez. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I felt it was more inten- intentional in the first one because it was literally just trying to be like the that type of movie. You have the you know the college teens going to the band like the old cabin in the woods. Like it was meant to be cheesy, over the top, violent. Yeah. And but I feel it like was that just one, so well done in that. That one has like a style to it. I'm not saying this doesn't have any style to it but like it's a very particular style that like Fede Alvarez pulls off whereas this well I felt like this I would one be interested started to, yeah like that first scene like I'm like oh they are literally just going off of the last movie like this flows perfectly like I love this and then it just wasn't that for the rest of the movie yeah 
it felt like it was trying harder to be more serious for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Whereas like the first with like the douchebag guy, like being over the top and stupid, like I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, this is what I want. Yeah. This had like the corny, cringy moments that I feel like were more unintentional, yeah. whereas it was more intentional on that. But anyway, uh, I guess the last thing I'll say, I, I did like how I, I really thought this was going to be a very toned down version of Evil Dead and more tame because they had three kids. And I was like, oh, no, I love is, that. It wasn't nothing <laughs> bad's going to happen to the kids or whatever. And then, and then they go there and I'm like, oh, thank God. I actually like that they had the audacity to do that and like really not give a fuck about, well, two, two out of the three of the kids, <laughs> I yeah. say. But yeah, I like that they went there with that stuff. Um, yeah, it's really just the whole middle section that really brings it down. And then the end, how they tie it back to the beginning, I thought was fucking terrible. It was, That was and the worst. I, there's rules to this universe that I have questions That's about. That's what I know I'm saying. Like, I know it's stupid, but like there's this like movie. Like there is no rules to this universe. Yeah, this movie gave me so many questions about like the this universe. The and first how one made it work. more obvious. And then this one, it's just like. Yeah. Throughout so, that I mean, window. it even <laughs> says that in the record, right? Like there's no way to stop it. Yeah. I, yeah. But then. Which goes back to the first one. It's like they do something to stop, stop it. it. Yeah. Anyway, that's I it mean, for general thoughts. I mean, if you want to go right it into became that, became what like Ring did, right? <coughs> like the Ring. I've only seen Amazing I've Ring only Two, seen the Amazing, ring. and then they're like, oh, the r- Rings. Seems, oh, what it Rings viral. Like what the if it, what if everybody sucked. on YouTube YouTube watches the Ring movie? Then they all have to face the and then I'm just but like, that movie okay. is unanimously shit on. This movie is getting like quite a bit of buzz and praise. Yeah, I thought I mean, this it's movie pretty was highly rated. Oh, no, they're all like three really? seven and up every single one of these installments. Hmm. Yeah, so like it's like a three or three six and up. I guess it's three six. Hmm. I do think there's a yearning for like this type of movie in the horror genre, where like you know, people are maybe sick of the jump scare, paranormal, like not even art house, but like Blumhouse stuff. This, I feel like is its own tangent on a subgenre of horror that I feel like people want to see. But Hmm. yeah, what, uh, were we just, were we just talking about for the, well, I guess the ending and how they, cause like in the book of the dead, it mentions like, so in the first one, like you can burn them or dismember or whatever, and it says that in this one too. Like dismemberment's the only way. And then I always well, said do he that. did that and it didn't work. I well, thought. yeah, he said that the remnants will still go after, come after you. Okay, but my question is like, why does it ever stop? Ever then? That's where I was. Because <laughs> like she literally forever. would chipped it right. Like yeah. The There's nothing left. And in the first one, they, and it's still they just do immediately the, transferred. They do the live burial thing as corny as that is. In I that mean, movie. this like, one made it even though like I didn't really care in the first one, like, but there was only really one bad. Right. Like it was the one person. Right. Uh, I mean, no, I guess. I there, no, I guess it points. was. Yeah. The original, there was two or three. Yeah, I guess there was. But yeah, they definitely make it seem like a. It just made it confusing in this one because I don't know. Like she had the tattoo gun, right? And then that girl got it. But then like other people were covered in blood and didn't get it. So like why did the tattoo gun from the blood of her like cause her to change, but not right. the full covered in complete blood not cause the other people to change? And like so what is the rule? There is like 
no rules didn't for these world. It did. She I know, just but had who, the, who was covered in blood that didn't change? The guy, the kid in the kitchen, right? He didn't. The kid did change. Oh, I guess he eventually he changed, yeah. The well, daughter, the sister and the, the, sister. the, sister and yeah. the daughter didn't. Yeah. But they yeah, were literally in a <clears throat> elevator full of blood and didn't change. But yeah, I don't know. Because it. Because as far as I know, they made it. <laughs> But like, I mean, they make it seem like it has to be like passed from that body to the next person in some aspect. But like the tattoo gun, that doesn't really make sense because it wasn't from like her. Well, I guess she licked it. She, no, she put it in her, in her head. head. Yeah, she, she drew it like, from her head. And then so like that, I was fine. There you go. That makes sense. But yeah, the daughter and the sister didn't make sense to me. But that was I guess we don't really know. It was though, because like they literally wood chipped the person and got the blood all over them too. Oh, okay, yeah. In that regard, that's true. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> I thought you were talking about just like from the elevator and the no, everything else. No, yeah, the elevator. We don't know what blood that came yeah, from. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and I mean like the the just the whole thing. And then of the final <laughs> person who gets it that goes to the camp, mm-hmm. right? She didn't get blood on her in her. So well, the though. the thing, yeah, like just the her. thing, yeah. <laughs> but what it possesses some people just, and other people it has to be like a direct infusion of blood. Well, that would be body to body, and this was it. Does I guess it? Yeah, like it just, literally the rules sense. of the world of these w- don't make sense. And I the mean, body, what? the whole body possession <laughs> thing too, right? It takes over the body. Like, why? Why does it stop at any point? Like, it, if it if you can blow limbs off of it and it never stops, like why would sticking a pair of scissors up its nose keep why it, would it paralyzed even for yeah. like ten I minutes? I think it just it's like so arbitrary. Damage. <laughs> it's like it has to recover. The, the like you hurt it a lot, but it you can't ever kill it, but you can still hurt it. Yeah. And okay. Then that but slows down the the one gets. Stephanie, Stephanie shoved through her fucking neck and she just pulls it out right away and keeps going. No, like, she fell. Yeah, yeah, but that would be like... And then she tied him up and then she came back. And that yeah. that scene was dope when you could just barely see it, see her walk in the background and then it the and covered in the rat yeah. rug. And then it comes back and makes it obviously more noticeable. But the first part, it was very subtle, like yeah. half of it you could see come... There was like quite a bit I liked about it, but for some reason I took this one more seriously and like its rules made less sense to me than the first one, which I don't think, I don't know, maybe it's because it felt like it was trying harder than like the first one where the first one was more like an homage to. I really think like there is a noticeable style difference like that. Fede Alvarez has like something about it is like so noticeably over the top that you just don't take it as seriously, whereas this is missing that. Yeah, maybe because it tried to interject those kind of like family issues and stuff where the first one's like not really too much into it. Yeah, this one's all about family. This one's like, who the fuck is really trying to push like more dramatic like elements to it? Whereas the first one is this is a dumb, violent movie. Enjoy. I mean, they do have. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like serious or anything, but like the whole uh, addiction and. um, Yeah. That's uh, true. Yeah, coming clean. I forgot thing. about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a way to get the plot moving, but yeah, I feel like it doesn't. It's not that take it as seriously. important. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it has been a little bit since I've seen the original. I mean, not the original, the first remake, Evil Dead. Yeah. Evil Dead. But 
I don't know. It just felt more fresh than this one did. And I don't get me wrong. I did like this one still. I just don't think it's as good as that one. Yeah, I think it's pretty close for me. Like my star rating might be the same, but it would be like a difference of out of a hundred or like Mine's a light be and heavy. <laughs> but they're not too far apart. Yeah. I still think I just wanted this one to be a little bit more of the like I don't know, like Evil Dead now I associate with like disgusting, like cringy, like grossness. And like this one only gave that to me like one time. I would say that yeah. this one is much more gruesome and violent than the original. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I well, just original watched. or Evil Dead? The Evil Dead. The original. Yeah, I'm oh, talking the about original, Evil yeah. Dead. Oh, that was in like the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're, but 70s. you're, so you, you're comparing. You're saying that this new look is based off of one movie. Like you can't have a style. I think based off of one film. No, oh, I'm. Not, I don't mean the style in general. I'm saying I liked. Evil Dead more just because it was so surprising in the how realistic and like like cringy the horror and gore looked and that's what really set it apart like the story and stuff is dumb the acting is horrible but like it's just like it all felt intentional and like horribly gruesomely like realistic violence and this one just didn't get hit me like that one did where it still had all of those things like the cheesy not great acting like story but like even the violence itself just wasn't as good and that even though i still liked it that's what brings me different from evil dead sure you know what this movie needed how she gets possessed in the first one. Oh yeah. She gets raped by the tree and this one, she gets tied up. I'm like, Oh, she's going to get raped by the <laughs> elevator, elevator wires. I'm going to come. Didn't happen. Sadly. No. I was thinking too. I was like, Oh, she can. Yeah. It's going to right up in the veg. I mean, and then I even thought that the next time too, with the daughter, <laughs> cause like it showed like the trees coming out and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's true. They did flash that. And I was like, Oh, it's like, the blacks coming out. I was like, oh, it's going to like... But then it was bugs instead? Yeah, and no, I'm yeah. like... I thought that was weird. Too. I it was like worms. I wanted the branches like <laughs> coming out. But I wanted like uh, Annihilation type. Haunting in Connecticut is that movie? Comes out <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like spindly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where are the bugs? That had nothing to do with the picture. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, again, it's... Uh, the setting too is a big... Like they they set it in this location that could be so many things, and that they're almost restrained to one apartment one for the whole yeah. time. I mean, right? that's yeah, the entire apartment. trilogy. That's yeah. disappointing. The three that I've seen are all. Um, I mean, Evil Dead. They still at least run out and they try to drive away, and they're running through forests and. And I know what you're saying. Like they are. They're all one single location, location yeah. movies, but there's something about putting your like setting the perspective as this massive. 10 story building and then you're restrained to one location. Whereas like your expectation for a cabin in the woods is a cabin in the woods and that's all you can like deliver on. It's just like a matter of, yeah. Like, I mean, in the cabin, you know, everyone who's going to be there, the apartment, there could be people all through every floor. Right. Yeah. I I mean, I appreciated the expansiveness of this one for, it at least had three locations. Yeah, I mean, it's... The cabin's like one. It's not like that it's... It's not that it's a bad location. It's that 
I think it's how they use it that was more disappointing. It's not like it was used poorly or anything like they that. They didn't like, even really try to escape out the windows, which I thought would be a part, but I don't know. Like well, she does climb down. down. Yeah, but that's like 80 it. foot built. Jacob, 80 again, everybody <laughs> ain't a professional climber. Yeah, they're 80 <laughs> they're feet in the air and it's Spider pouring Spider-Man down the <laughs> brick wall. I wouldn't go out trying to climb. I mean, I probably would, but it's rainy, pouring rain. I definitely would have tried the stairs, though. But I'm just saying. Sure. But the integrity of the stairs, like what if they're Yeah, but off? the fall is not that far down to the next Yeah, but so if you fall and the, the those break. Over, when you open the door to the elevator and you see the condition it's in, they still There's, choose yeah, to go in there. Yeah, they chose the elevator. <laughs> that was a way more dangerous decision to me <laughs> than trying to go down the flights of stairs. But That is true. Because even if you, even if like the stairs from the top are missing, like a the flight is only is like 10 t- feet. Not even 10 feet. You can drop down. 10 feet fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then drop. Keep if dropping. you hang from a basketball rim, everybody can fall and <laughs> not get hurt. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but what if they were all destroyed? They weren't, though. <laughs> we saw them. No, you didn't. We just saw rubble. It looked to me like the, each level was okay. <laughs> no, you could have fell. The stairs you were fell down in between. Fallen. The weight of I don't your, know. It wasn't that clear. To be fair, the weight yeah. of your body could crush those stairs, and then you die. Yeah, but I definitely would have still chosen that over the Yeah, elevator. they just free fell from floor eight down. And <laughs> granted, they were in zero gravity, but yeah. still. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. But another great tie-in to Bo is Afraid. All the problems in this movie can be traced back to the dad not being there. Daddy. True. Thank you, man. I did like in the first one, though, how they, you know, how they trick people into like believing that they're okay or whatever in that one. You know how they're like, they switch voices or whatever. Yeah. It does it better in the first one and a little bit more seamless than in this one. Like it feels like they are really stretching the bounds of that. Oh, yeah. Mechanic in this. I mean, the daughter opening the door to that was gross, but I'm just saying. I know it's a kid, whatever. (laughs) You're supposed to just like wash it out away, but like, I'm just like, that doesn't look realistic at all. (laughs) Like, and then immediately after that, she's like, here's scissors, stab my mom in the face, you know? Like, (laughs) you're not my mom. Yeah, it's like she could clearly tell that wasn't her mom anymore. I don't think even a kid would be like, yeah, I'm just going to open the door. Maybe when the rest of the family is like blocking this person off and they already people have died and she was crazy. I just kids aren't that stupid. I just don't. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and, and like the outcome of that lasts like two seconds because like they immediately shut the door again. So it's just like, what was even the point? Yeah, that's the part that I was that like whole thing where she's locked out and just like pacing the hall back and forth. That whole from however long that was, I was out. I was like not interested. And then the cat, which was mentioned earlier, oh, we're walking through the van. <laughs> yep, another great, great line of exposition. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, this movie's filled with that stuff, but it is what it is. It's playing in the genre. Yeah. How well, yeah, how serious you take it? I was taking it as serious as it took the <laughs> last one, which well, is not very bit, serious. No, a little bit more, you said. Yeah. Granted. Well, because of the way it was yes. framed. But, or, but going into it, I was taking it, I was expecting it to be as serious as the last one. 
which is why the intro worked perfectly for me. But very true. Okay. Anything else on Evil Dead Rise? Nope. Well, what are you going to rate it out of five stars? Can you give it a three? Giving it a four. I am a light three. And I will get into Evil Dead a little bit briefly in the interviews. But uh, yeah, spoilers, it's the same. Just <laughs> a difference of uh, uh, out of 100. Okay, so let's get into nano reviews then. And when we go in nano reviews, why don't I grab? We have a special, uh, a special non-beer review here. So, this has nothing to do with anything, but being the millennials we are and growing up and having a childhood, Sunny D was at least a part of that sometime. It wasn't something we drank very much, but from what I remember, I think it was at McDonald's. Sunny D? Yeah. No. Was it? Or is it just high C? That was high C, orange lava burst. I don't remember. I remember having Sunny D at random times, but not often. Where like I don't Only know. in the summer, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't something I ever loved, but, you know, I liked it, I think, growing up a bit. And now targeting us millennials because I can't imagine. I didn't even know this was a brand anymore, and I can't imagine... For me, I thought this would be like a tang or like something like that where it's just gone now. But apparently Sunny D is still a thing. And now they have alcoholic Sunny D to uh, appeal to us, I think, our age group. Because nobody drinks regular Sunny D, I assume, anymore. If it still exists. So we have a vodka seltzer Sunny D coming in at 95 calories <laughs> and 4.5% ABV. And I have no idea what to expect from this. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but excited to try it. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's all good. It's definitely cold now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm freeze all the time. Smells very citrusy. Sunny do you like? <laughs> it's about icicle. It's really cold. Yum. Oh. <laughs> I mean, zero alcohol flavor to this. Well, it's only four and a half percent, but yeah, but it's pretty fucking good, I think. It's delicious. For a seltzer. This is pretty oh, good. Man. It is literally Minus a sunny D. <laughs> God damn. This found, is my new, mm-hmm. found my new <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> yeah, I think I like this better than... Uh, it's way better than White Claw. The real, oh, the yeah. regular Sunny truly. D. And it, it uses real juice. This is like yeah, pretty could, fucking good. I could drink a thousand of these. <laughs> a thousand? Yeah. These are dangerous. Wow. There's like... Yeah, no alcohol flavor, super orangey. Zero sugar, too. That's good. Zero sugar. I feel wow. like, too, yeah, it's like sugar. even though it tastes sweet, I feel like it's not going to give me that gut rot that mm-hmm. I would get from I other agree. seltzers. Like, I can't even drink mine naturally. anymore. Though. Mine's literally slush. That's <coughs> I don't have that much slush in mine. Maybe yours. Mine's like liquid's like gone. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'd have to drink the full thing to, to really uh, just decide on that. Like how many I can drink, if it's going to make me sick or not. But from the initial taste, like, I don't get that sweetness. So I think I could drink a lot of well, them. Well, whoever, like, <laughs> thought to bring this idea, like, I don't know. how. <laughs> like, alcoholic Sunny D is a weird. It'd be like Capri Sun. Vodka seltzer. Well, it's, I mean, <laughs> they literally have pouches that look exactly like Capri Suns, but they're adult slushies and mm-hmm. shit. So I feel like eventually that was eventually going to come to, you know, this might be a whole series of like childhood, our childhood drinks turned alcoholic because we're all old enough now. But they've been doing it with cereal. Every childhood cereal. It's I a beer cereal. now. <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Fruity Pebbles, Booberry. Oops, all berries. Oops, all berries, yeah. It's all beer. All beer. This is definitely <clears throat> better than I expected. Yeah, I would say I, better. I had expected. pretty high expectations in it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I love Sunny D. I don't remember liking Sunny D much. Oh, it's sweet as fuck. I just like remember it being like insanely acidic and yeah, not like at all. I would just have rather had orange juice. Ooh, I don't know. They hit. Sunny D hits different. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. S- Sunny D's nuts. <laughs> good job, Sunny D. Whoever. Made <laughs> this. Yeah, well, no, uh, is it there? Like who? Yeah, Sunny Delight Beverages. They're still a company. Oh yeah, I was saying it has so to be huge. if they're yeah if they're making or if they're even branding this, then it has they have to be a company. I, I think figured, it was yeah, like it could be like Coca Cola, Sunny D. Uh, a dis- a yeah, right. They don't make. It. Sunny D, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. It's still very good. Cool. Okay, let's get into our uh, nano reviews now. Who would like to begin? I have Jacob a series. Have one together. Yep, a big one. Oh yeah, that was for <laughs> this episode, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Two I mean, weeks. it's been two weeks, so yeah. Yeah, I guess we have a couple start there then. Or I can talk about the Evil Dead really quick. Well, we have that, and you guys have. You want to cover all of Evil, Evil Dead before oh, we move that, on? No, no, I watched that, the original. He watched. Yeah, the that's right. Friday. Yeah, we can cover. Yeah, as go if ahead. we can finish yeah, we'll covering cover all, all of Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. might as well. I just watched the original for the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't remember what I've seen. I've seen one of these, and I couldn't remember if it was this one or like one of the one of the three of the first three. You would know it if it was the last one, but the first and second are very similar. Yeah, it's almost the second. I think I've like seen Army of Darkness, but I can't remember a look of it. But anyway, I'm just really sure. I don't. I don't necessarily see why everybody loves the, the original as much as they do. It's like say um, everyone talks about the budget, but I I always argue of like. Like say like give me a good argument with why this one is so great without saying it's a small budget, and it's like saying like have the argument with Michael Jordan and LeBron James without saying six rings. It's like take that one stupid argument out of there and then tell me why you think this one is better or a great movie versus another one or or the the or the new Evil Dead and I don't I don't I just didn't get the same magic I guess. Um, the spe- practical effects are awesome in this, um, and the, yeah, it is a micro budget. I think it was like a hundred k or something insane, but um, definitely corny and definitely the budget shows. Like 
It is a very low budget movie. I guess that's part of the charm of it, but I still don't. I don't think that that's a free pass just because you don't have a budget to like be like, oh, well, they didn't have much. So like we have to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's like evil that didn't have a big budget, though, either. right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we've seen micro budgets. I mean, we always go back to Jacob's our favorite movie. They've made a maze. Oh, no, that was five million. (laughs) Upgrade yeah, Dave like made a maze. Had <laughs> yeah, but like, Dave made a maze ass. <laughs> like a couple thousand dollar budget. I think Dave made a maze that extended their budget much better than this movie did. Yeah, they just reused cardboard boxes and yeah. burn over. And glue sticks. Like, <laughs> well, um, I mean, not really comparable because I think even if you adjusted Evil Dead's budget right. for inflation, it would be way higher than Dave made a maze. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't really know comparable. what the. I mean, somebody could probably do an inflation calculator and see what yeah, 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 what a hundred k was in nineteen eighty, whatever this came out nineteen eighty one. Yeah, it is a very um, it's got the charm of it, but like I said, I think Halloween John Carpenter's Halloween probably had a ride in the same budget, I would assume, and it's infinitely better than than um, the Evil Dead. But either way, um, it was. Fine. It's uh, equivalent to three hundred sixty-six thousand dollars today. Hundred K, yeah. So yeah, three hundred K budget is still micro, but um, like super micro. I don't actually. I don't even know the true budget of the original, the yeah. Evil Dead. But um, yeah, you take that argument out, and the movie is just kind of like a mid-plus movie, <laughs> to be honest. And I think the tree scene in this one. The or the new Evil Dead did a much better job of, I mean, obviously the eighties weren't as, you couldn't, mm, those that, that wasn't yeah. necessarily, like in movies like ultra violence and and well it got, an NC seventeen rating so and the yeah the Evil Dead R. that we watched I only saw the R version and I, there is an NC seventeen version and mm. I would be super interested in seeing I, think I don't know what version I that's watched. what I watched the NC seventeen I don't know what the difference would be though. I saw it in theaters and it can't be NC. It wasn't NC seventeen. I saw, when I saw it originally it was theaters. Next time I saw it was unrated, or whatever. Well, NC seventeen. Yeah, <clears throat> but either way, yeah, I still liked it. Um, super short hour. It's like an hour twenty nine, so it literally flies by. I think it was all these filmed movies in are Marshall, Marshall, Michigan. Yeah, the original was in. Well, Marshall, Sam Raimi went to Detroit and yeah, he went to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. So part of it was in Marshall. That's cool. That's real cool. Um, but yeah, Sam Raimi went to the Michigan State University. The budget is three hundred fifty thousand. So what's that equivalent well, to? Three times. So about it's about a triple that. Yeah, about yeah. a million. So we've seen much better movies with a million dollar budget than this. Either way, not shitting on it. Sounds like I'm shitting on it, but um, still fun, still solid movie. But um, I definitely think the the new Evil Dead did a much better job. But I feel like that was what the new Evil, the Fede Alvarez. Evil Dead, I feel like, is what the series, what he wanted it to be, but just couldn't get there. Which, nothing against him. It's just, he wasn't able to do it. Like, he wanted to. So, ended up giving it a three and a half. Yeah. I really like the first one. Um, I think I, yeah, I have it at a four. I've only seen it once, but would like to rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, I read your, you had a pretty long review on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah I just read I was, it. I was writing, I was writing reviews. And yeah, Kyle, Kyle wrote Perfect. like a two paragraphs on it. It's like, I wow. hate horror movies, but, but this well, one. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> was pretty good. Not anymore. Uh, Big horror yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huge horror guy. Um, 
Okay, yeah, I'll, I watched Evil Dead for the first time, the Fede Alvarez movie, and I liked it um, a decent amount. There These are is so fucking good. Some, uh, <laughs> it's good. I really like the intro in this one as well with the the girl and the It's been years father. since I've last seen it, so. Yeah. But the, did you see the which, old, the Michigan State yep, sweatshirt? Yep, yeah, of course. <laughs> Same one as um, Yeah, that's why I wonder if it was. Well, I watched it with Alyssa and she was like, oh my God, Michigan mm-hmm. State sweatshirt. I was like, yeah. Wait, the new one? Michigan State. Yeah. Are you I'm sure? Michigan. Yeah, none of it's a Michigan. I thought the newest one was, or the Evil Dead was, or Evil Dead was I thought filmed that because they were Michigan. wearing the Michigan State, but no. Well, Sam Raimi went there, so. Um, Yeah, I mean, this has the, uh, it's obviously meant to be like over the top and stuff. And I think for a good like third of it, I wasn't fully like appreciating that or understanding that it was leaning into that. So that could have affected my, my watch, but yeah, like the, the drug, uh, um, the drug addict and the rehab thing and like just coming clean, like all that stuff was super corny. The acting from the teens pretty bad, but terrible. Maybe yeah. meant to be. Um, I thought it was meant to be. Yeah. No, and then, none of them are like knowns, really. Uh, yeah, like she, the Jane Levy or whatever, has grown in popularity since. But I think I don't know how well known she was before Jane that. Levy? Oh, the girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then and there's questions of like logic in that one too. Of if they take. If like the demon possesses their body and their body is actually going through all of these things, then like why is their body like magically recovered when it's exercised or whatever? Because like I love the scene where like she's getting literally boiled from hot water and like just burnt third degree burns, but then she's like fine like when it leaves her. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, this one <laughs> there's uh, a lot more of those like cringy, violent oh, yeah. moments of like oh, like. That's like, yeah, like, <laughs> and it looks so real too. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Like the tongue, I still like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I still love that moment. Um, and yeah, this one obviously is like more of a remake of the first, and it has that classic setting and location. But uh, loved the end end of this. I kind of hated like the live burial and like. Are you talking about the rain? The revival, blood yeah, rain, bl- raining oh, blood. I love the amazing. blood rain. <laughs> Did you so see the, cool. the Evil Dead Rise had that little? owed to that yeah too. yeah when they did the wood chipper and was falling on the car yeah uh yeah i picked up on that but i mean it's just so much cooler and yeah oh yeah, yeah but, that's uh, awesome yeah I, lo- I love the raining blood but yeah the revival scene like obviously it doesn't make sense and he's going for just like an extreme over the top moment but it still just doesn't make sense and then the moments after that like i said it it's okay it's fine but uh the end end I, I really liked how it like actually finishes where it's you th- it, it kind of has like three fake out endings I feel like and um yeah I'd have to rewatch it because yeah <laughs> I haven't seen it and I mean it, it was 10 years apart from yeah I know it's been a long time surprisingly and I've seen it three times but I think the show was in between that though I'm trying to remember yeah I'm pretty sure the show but, and the video game yeah but uh no, yeah, I, I was not in on when he was like doing the revival, like the live burial and revival thing. But after that, it got the ending got better. I was like, thank God that wasn't the end. I thought they were just going to do that and then leave the all happy. The, yeah, happy ending. I was like, oh, this is so bad. But uh, yeah, there's it's it's kind of like Evil Dead Rise. There's a mixed bag. There's a lot of like corny, cliche, and cringy things, and there's there's a lot of cool moments too of uh, 
like ultra violence and the like the needle in the eye and like just the puking like on them like which evil dead rise kind of ripped off i feel like but like the just like blowing blood and like well, chunks on someone yeah they all all of them spit that white yeah and all movie all the movies and this one though i there's never in the evil in evil dead there's never a moment where it's like just pure white it's like there is one shot where it's like it's red but like you can see white chunks mixed in yeah okay yeah. I know the original ones, they were puking white. Yeah. I don't think it does that in Evil Dead. It just makes it. Looks okay. like semen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Horny. <laughs> Gorny. Anything Sorry. else? Uh, so I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific. No, uh, that's about it for that. Yeah, I, I ended up giving it a three. I could, this could easily be a three and a half, but I'm going with a heavy Which it three was for, for now. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was probably saying around four for me four four and a half actually, wow. I loved it. You love this movie. I really liked Evil Dead, and it was about yeah. I would say about two years ago when I watched that last. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like again you you definitely f- it sets a tone and you feel the tone, but like by the end of it you're like, oh, this is really what it's going for, and it's you know, I, I feel like if a rewatch you might be able to appreciate. I some think of a the rewatch is cornier elements and just like vibe with it yeah. more. Rather than trying to take it as like a, you know, such a serious horror movie or whatever, but be a good premium if we didn't already watch them recently. All well, fi- I mean, all Evil Dead, the first three, uh, yeah. I could use rewatches. They're all those. like hour and a half too, so they're f- yeah, they're super they're short. All super short. Yep. For sure. All right, now you guys, you guys want to go now? Yeah. X. We finally watched. I got around to it. So Josh's most anticipated yeah, movie the award. We have <laughs> to rename the award. award. No, we can keep the award, but um, finally got around to watching Ex Machina, or Alex Garland's first, I think, first movie. Yep, first um, that mattered. And yeah, it was it was really great. It's definitely, I don't know, definitely, but arguably his best between that Annihilation Men was fucking dog shit. <laughs> um. But this one is... He followed the Ari Aster train. Yeah, I think... X Machina, everybody can like. Annihilation, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Man no I do whatever I want. <laughs> I think... Yeah, split the <laughs> completely down the middle. I think Alex Garland has another problem. And I said it, and then he gets he gets in <laughs> in his own way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I love his aesthetic. Everything, like, devs looked amazing. Annihilation looks amazing. Men looked amazing. And uh, X Machina looks amazing. Um, well, I just, I'm pretty sure that year, huh? Best effects, I think, yeah, won that year. It did, it did win an Oscar, yeah. so yeah, I mean, it looked great. I think, I think um, the effects still look great. Oh, yeah, they yeah, some up. of them were a little corny, like a little bad, you could kind of tell, but definitely date. I mean, it's almost 10 years old now, so um, or it's eight, eight years old, I think, 2014, nine, nine, uh, yeah, 2014, yeah, so definitely still holds up pretty well. Um, you can definitely tell it's a little dated, but um, that's no neither here nor there. I wouldn't say that I'm I'm not an Alex Garland fan like Kyle is, and I'm not an Alex Garland hater, but I just think that sometimes he 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 thinks he's better <laughs> than he is, and I think this one in terms of writing is like one of his best writing in terms of like the the ideas that he tackles the way yeah. that he writes in this thing is so relevant now yeah, the, too. A, the whole yeah. AI Oops. Ooh, um, Kyle's horny I mean Kyle's horny <laughs> no. 
I, I mean, yeah, this movie's pretty Alicia funny. Vikander. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the whole AI debate and conversation is like super yeah. relevant now, but like it's crazy that that was nine years ago. Yeah, and I love and the test, like how they yeah, had the, the writing, tests think, and yeah, the, the writing is, I think, I this love is probably his best. The, like the split to like session one, two, and like he would like describe what to expect. And he's like, but just in their like conversation between each other, right? It would just be, you know, uh, what just shut up though like do you like her you know and then it would be like the next one would be based on love and it would just like just followed exactly what the creator was saying but at the same time he's so emotional and like feeling this relationship with her and like that's affecting him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. yeah and then yeah like in terms of i feel like he's obviously was chosen because like he was chosen and I feel like he, he knew he would be susceptible to that. Oh, yeah. And so I mean, even the look of the so person was based on his porn yeah. profile. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I I think in terms of writing, I think this is Alex Garland's best written movie uh, that he's directed as well. Um, I know Kyle loved the dancing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the that, dance scene is Isn't great. that amazing? Yeah. That is <laughs> he's great. like crying during it. <laughs> yeah. It's, Oscar Isaac does a gr- he's like, Come great on. job. Oh, I love Oscar I Isaac. I like when he said, I, I love the part when you ca- called me a god. <laughs> Yeah, like I didn't really say that. He's like, but he's you like, did. You said you, I was a guy. He's like, no, you're. That's not the stuff of a man. That's a god. And you remember <laughs> when you called me a god? <laughs> that was pretty funny. He's like, you're not a man. You're a god. <laughs> yeah, that was. He's like, well, that's not what I. Pretty said. funny. I think it. I think movies, and I've I know I've said it before when they're like, oh, gotcha. Nope, I got you. No, actually, I got you. And it's like it just felt it feels a little diluted at times when they. When they do that, and I did read Kyle's review of this movie as well, and I do agree that the ending it should have been cut. Isn't yeah, I sooner. hated the ending, I, and that's what that w- took it when down. When the a elevator whole, shuts, that's the end. Yeah. The whole half, to me, that's the end. It cut off a whole half star for me, honestly, because <laughs> the ending was so like I, it, it just me, gave you what you wanted. Me about a half, like this movie, star. the ending yeah, was like it gave you what you wanted, not what you needed, and mm-hmm. we needed it just to be. Yeah, Boop. I hate it after the ending. elevator closed and like she goes. We don't to need the to see her in the traffic. Like I don't want any of that. We don't. Yeah, how is she? Like I assume she got out, but like that just adds questions. Like how did she convince like the guy, convince yeah. the guy? Like how? Like it's such e- like you can shut off your mind and just accept it, but like a lot of people won't. Well, and, this like, movie he too- didn't have to create those questions. He could have just ended it there, and it leaves you with like obvious questions whereas those are just technical questions yeah this movie is so cerebral and so thoughtful as it is to where you can't you can't watch this movie and not ask those questions because there's this movie is meant to create questions and you to ask these questions so when you have it any like that answer yeah i don't (laughs) need an answer i want it to be questions the entire time i don't need to be spoon-fed a ending that was that we wanted versus needed but overall i did enjoy it quite a bit um like i said it was best written the score wasn't i think annihilation and men have better score it's oh, good. especially men way better men is an amazing score it was still pretty good though annihilation but it was is still the best good. score annihilation is really good too well but men just had more standout moments i think yeah I think Man men's the oh. yeah the echo yeah. scene was oh. no I do like just so iconic, versus annihilation. But yeah, the score was not 
not anything. I don't even remember it to be honest. Um, I thought it was pretty good. But it, yeah, it's good. But is it as memorable as Men nice. <laughs> or or no. Annihilation? No. no. But yeah, did enjoy it, um, and then I ended up landing on a four, a heavy four star, and I think Jacob, you were at a four I'm and a half. Still a four and a half. It's not a five movie to me. It just and you've you've watched it enough to be yeah, like, okay, I don't I think don't it's think ever going to get gonna there. Go above that. Yeah. yeah, I think I've seen it three times, and it's always a four and a half. So yeah. <laughs> like, I think it completely deserves that. It's so close to being that five, but it's just just it, enough. There's just of enough it. of like not having like hitting his stride or, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Annihilation started lower and eventually got to a five, but this one's... Is Annihilation, you rated it a five? Five, yeah. I'm, I think I'm a four on that. I think I'm a five on it. But yeah, <coughs> Axe Machina has always been exactly, <laughs> I think since the first time I watched it till now, it's always been four and a half. So yeah, yeah it's, it is good. Really good. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, I'll start uh, chronological year. Well, I already covered one. I, yeah, I really have much besides this, but uh, this one will be very short, let's say. Um, on 420, got uh, very high and watched a movie. Oh, I guess I gave it Annihilation 4. It is tight. <laughs> so I liked Annihilation less. But uh, watched Turtle, The Incredible Journey, <laughs> which is a SeaWorld documentary. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but the reason we watched this, uh, was actually because if you sync this, if you start an album at a certain point in the documentary, it's supposed to line up very well. And that's, uh, Mac Miller's watching movies without the sound on <laughs> deluxe album. And it lines up with the documentary. Or it's supposed to line up very well with the documentary. And so I didn't watch So we watched the documentary completely muted and just had the album on. <laughs> so... Uh, which is actually, it's funny, if you go to the movie on Letterboxd, that's how pretty much everybody that's rated it has watched it. Um, and uh, yeah, there's, you know, it's obviously like there's amazing visuals and stuff. It's a SeaWorld documentary, so there's tons of funding and it's a nature doc, right? You're going to get lots of just oohs and ahs and visuals and stuff. In terms of it lining up with the album. And what like time did you start it at? One eleven or one eighteen, I think. So this other guy said it at 45 seconds. The other one's at one minute, 11 seconds. One eleven is like the consensus. Okay. Though. Like, yeah, I've seen both, but one eleven is like pretty much where everybody says to start it at. You've seen this twice? No. Oh, no, you've seen it. You've seen both. Okay. I see. Um, anyway, the, yeah. And if I'm talking about it with the album and how it goes together, there's definitely moments that are very cool and like sync up very well. Like the first song is one, definitely it has like an ambient sound to it. And it's one of the shots is just like kind of like how the depth of the ocean, like sunlight peeking through like the surface of the water and like how those combine to create this sound. And yeah, it lines up pretty well. Uh, but then you get to port <laughs> like the end and like the deluxe track or like the added tracks and on this deluxe version that just make no sense at all like completely don't go with it um and yeah those kind of like pull you out of it so i would say it's like more of like a mix of 50 50 or 60 40 and ultimately that's kind of why i landed on my on my score was i think it's 
it, the the documentary looks amazing and you can get you can get the story of the documentary without the narrator because it's just it's literally just a narrator narrating the story of sea turtles from birth to like <laughs> death. So like you really don't you I can understand all of that. Like it's a turtle trying to get to the ocean, right? And it has to avoid all of these predators. There's crabs, there's birds, uh, and then it goes through like a mating ritual and and then it goes through um uh pollution in the ocean and like how turtles have to avoid that and the dangers of it to them so i got all of that without any narration at all and then the music is kind of just like an additional thing so how well the music lines up is kind of where my rating came down to and i gave it a three out of five um yeah i wish i wish (laughs) i wish it was like more mind-blowing than it is i think people kind of overrate it there's like also like an extreme love for Mac Miller, especially since he's died. Yeah, it's kind of so. Was he that? <laughs> Josh good? has mm-hmm. a very strong opinion about this. <laughs> about Mac Miller. Yeah, about after he died and how much his music is loved. I I think it's kind of like cringy, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, like don't like yeah. him, don't love him because because he's, he's dead he's, now. Yeah, like yeah, posthumously. If you if you guys were huge fans, then be a fan then not now. I uh, yeah, I totally agree. Like there's. And you kind of hear like the same song, like obviously music musicians go through phases and stuff. And like, I feel like Mac Miller's was like early stuff is beloved. And then like later stuff and like a lot of his middle ground is forgotten. And that's, this was like his second studio album, but I feel like this is one that's kind of forgotten. And um, yeah, it, it, it was good. It wasn't like mind blowing or anything, but it's a cool experience. I mean, especially if like, you're just like trying to like chill and get high and, yeah, not, that, not have cool. your brain on. It's yeah. like fun, but um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend everybody do it. But uh, yeah, it was a good time. Okay, it's Next. not you. I think it's it's no, all I, yeah. I got one more. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Jacob, go, and then I have. I only have one more. So. It's not a movie, but I did oh, watch I have two more than the entire <laughs> entire series of Beef. Oh, oh yeah, I heard it's awesome. Yeah, within two days. Okay. So it is so highly watchable, so extremely entertaining. I did want to tell you before I forget, I'm we're watching you. Oh, nice! Love Again, that. I, I can't wait I'm to see what you this, think about the final. I'm rewatching the second season. I've seen one and two, and then we're gonna go to three to four. I think every season's good, but it's highly bingeable. Yeah, it's so bingeable. But go ahead, sorry. But yeah, beef. Yeah, extremely bingeable. I mean, it's like 10 episodes and they're only like 30 minutes each. So really, you can Netflix. binge in a day. Yeah, Netflix. A24. A24. And yeah, it gets to places that are wildly crazy and just like non-realistic at all. But overall, it's just such an entertaining ride that you're just sold. And it's very funny and very well acted and very A24. <laughs> So yeah, if you like those kind of things, you're gonna you're gonna love this. I get why it's getting the praise that it's gotten. It's got like a four four. On yeah, IMDb. I don't on think it's Letterboxd. like like that amazing where it's like Breaking Bad or something that's like just so well thought out and planned and like satisfying. This isn't that, but because of the talent involved and like the acting, the writing, and how it looks, I get why. This is also a miniseries though right yeah it's, and it's just all nice wrapped tied up yeah that's what i mean it's like i feel like a lot of miniseries especially something like this isn't so 
plot driven and plot focused where it's not going to have these threads that come together. Yeah. It's more just like based but on. But they do come together pretty well. And well, it does. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, yeah, so I'm just it's speculating. It's very self-contained, <laughs> very much like it where it starts and where it ends. Like there's this huge ramp up to like very like non like big like road rage instant to where like people are like a sh- like I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. guess like spoil it, but oh, that's the. I mean, I've seen the trailer. That's the very basis. Yeah, like, it, should know it explode yeah. like shit hits the fan by the <laughs> yeah. end of it, and becomes very real to a very not real thing. And it talks about a lot of things that are important, like mental health and such. But yeah, it's just a super entertaining ride, and yeah, I get why people love it. It it is very entertaining and well done. I don't think it's amazing, but it, yeah, I can definitely recommend watching it. Do you uh, did you rate the series? I we rated didn't. Devs, I don't so normally. Yeah, I guess you we, rate, do we rated rate devs. devs. I rate TV on IMDb still, but I won't rate it on Letterboxd. I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a heavy three and a half. Okay. Very cool. Okay, uh, last movie that I watched was I did a rewatch of Prisoners, and it has been a long time. Uh, so I rewatched Prisoners with my dad, actually. Perfect dad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously, this movie gets... I feel like this movie gets overpraised, but it's still, like, amazing. Like, I see this movie as, like people put it like in the best of all time when I definitely don't think it's that good, but I still like love it. So <laughs> that's just where we need to draw the line here. Uh, I will say like my least favorite parts is in the beginning, like character interaction and dialogue and just like setting the scene, the whole Thanksgiving scene, pretty cringe and like just awkward and stilted Terrence Howard playing the trumpet one excruciating watch. Um, but everything after that, I really like a lot and I, it's something that it doesn't hold your hand in exactly how it like comes together, but it still is like, it could have, it could have shown, I guess, some things differently. I don't know exactly how to phrase it, but cause this is something that I like in three months from now, I'll be, I'll like, if I remember all the characters, I'll be like, how are these tied together? (laughs) Rather than like, I've seen this movie three times now. I should know exactly what the plot is, but I always seem to forget. And I just like, you just remember the standout moments. And I mean, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal are amazing, especially Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. I Mm -hmm. read that he he had like done a lot of the unique tweaks and stuff like to his character himself, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Hugh Jackman's great. Um, but yeah, besides like the beginning, there's a lot of just like Kyle's corner things, <laughs> nitpicks that I would have like him busting open locks with just a, uh, it's just a crowbar, right? He just like hits, hits a lock once with a crowbar and it opens. Mm. And like, if you bought that lock, if you spent more than $5 on that lock, you would never be able to do that. <laughs> it just makes no fucking sense. The apartment building that his dad owns, he can't. He, they're talk about struggling with money all the time, but this building has water and electricity to it, which you have to have on. Like if you didn't, if you're not renovating this building, 
not all these things should be shut off and it would be winterized. Like it's just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have those utilities readily available. Anyway, not important. Not important to the plot of the movie. I'm just saying those are nitpicks that bring it down slightly. And I still think it's amazing. I love it. I love the end. Uh, the cinematography, the score is like very, very subtle in this yeah, movie, even though it's Johan, it's like very, very subtle, uh, but it's still pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's four and a half. It'll always be a four and a half, but super rewatchable. If, if nobody's seen prisoners, you gotta watch it. That's great. Oh, and the end too, when he goes to the house, why wouldn't he just like, why wouldn't he tell the cops that he's going there? <laughs> Cause like he's like Loki is like chasing him out the hospital and he's like, st- he's like wants he's like stop him and he's going he's like he knows where his daughter is for sure, why like you're fucked he's fucked either way I think he knows he's fucked Hugh Jackman yeah or, with yeah. the whole with the whole Paul Dano situation so like might as well just like bring some backup to this house where I I don't know just. I get it for dramatic purposes, but like I still can't rationalize it to myself. Like, why wouldn't you just like say, I know where my daughter is for sure. Let's go get her. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few. That's that's what those things are going to what keep it from a five. Like, yeah, very, very small things. Yeah. But just enough. Yeah. L- enough small things to add up. Add up. Yeah. I, I really need to rewatch Arrival because people I put loved it. People put prisoners in arrival above Sicario, and it is criminal. Sicario is. I've never seen Sicario. You've it's never seen so Sicario. I have it on 4K. So do I. <laughs> it's so good. It's my favorite Denny film, but mine, I know not everybody loves it. Mine. I don't know. Critically, Dune. it's Dune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know Dune. Oh, you saying critically it is Dune? Dune for me, I gave it a five. Oh, yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah. It might be Dune for me. I love Sicario, but it might I love be Dune. Dune too. Yeah, I need to. Well, I Might need to rewatch. Oh, I'm gonna rewatch it. Obviously, I got yeah, it on before 4K. the new one. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I've doing. We can watch it together. Mm-hmm. We should watch it together. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen it since theaters, so I am very excited. I'm to gonna. Yeah, I'm waiting till Dune Two is close. If that comes out in IMAX, Dune rewatch together. Go travel to IMAX and see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, prisoners still love it. There's just a few things that hold it back. So, and then besides that. Uh, we started the series Blackbird with uh, Taron Edgerton, and this is an Apple TV Plus miniseries, um, and it's about, I guess this is a real, based on a true story, uh, the drug dealer slash arms dealer who got sentenced to prison, and uh, the FBI will cut down his sentence, or will free him, give him freedom, if he can elicit a confession from a suspected serial killer. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be, it, it's kind of oddly paced and like edited in terms of like the flashbacks and the present day. Um, it's like well shot and well acted and well made, but excuse me. Um, I feel like a lot of the story and pacing and writing hold it back from being truly great. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, we're on f- episode five out of six, so almost done with it. But uh, I don't think I'll have anything else more to say when it's done, really. But um, yeah, I love Taron Edgerton and Paul Walter Hauser in this. I think Taron Edgerton is like 
probably like one of the best young up and coming. Yeah, talents. you love him. I, I mean, he's great in everything. Honestly, I can't think of like Tetris was mid, but it wasn't because of him. Uh, Rocket Man is amazing because of him. I mean, Kingsman. not amazing, but he, it's better than obviously it was compared to Bohemian Rhapsody a lot. And Rami Malek won the Oscar for that. But Darren Edgerton, he can do it all. That man is. He's not that young. But well, yeah, he's like 40, isn't he? He's 89. 1989 he was born. He's 89? 1989 <laughs> he was born. No, okay. So that, that's so, so, it's years so, older than us. Yeah. so super young. 34, <laughs> 35. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I said 40. He's not that old. I would say the my the youngest, I think, is Timothy, obviously. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, not yeah. But yeah, he is I mean 30s is he's still, still young for the Yeah, I feel like when I, okay, I, and I see he's not up and coming either. He's, I was he's like definitely he's pretty arrived, solidified. Yeah. But he doesn't get when I say that he doesn't get it's I because know he's mean, underrated, yeah. I think. So I mean yeah, he's, you're like he doesn't get the right lead, but he played Elton John, so it's like that's a pretty big. Yeah, lead. That movie didn't do like as well as it should have. Like that should have been no, like yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. That yeah. people were Kingsman crazy. was pretty massive. Yeah, was in. yeah. I mean, they made three of them. So anyway, well, it's uh yeah, it's it's pretty good, but it's not like when you when I saw like the description and kind of like people were were. Comparing it to like Fincher, I definitely wouldn't say that. I think it's tonally a lot lighter than like anything Fincher. They have like flashes of violence, but it's not like anything too graphic. But yeah, it's it's good. It's not great. Uh, besides that, just tons of Love Island for me. Did you IMDb <laughs> the... Uh, the what? The... Are you not done yet? No, yeah. Only we'll do it when I'm done, so. Okay. Uh, anything else for you guys? Nope. Nope. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, next week is a bit of a confusing one. Well, there's a huge one, but I haven't seen any of the other ones. Yeah, Guardians. Yeah, is a huge I haven't one, seen obviously. the first two. Yeah, I and I didn't know if you guys would be interested in Guardians. I am. Um, well, there is. <laughs> That's if you, Kyle's boy, James Ken. <laughs> yeah, I am not particularly interested in Guardians. Um, Neither if, am I, but I w- do want to watch it still okay. at the same time. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. I feel like that's a movie that obviously will probably be out on Disney Plus before the end of the year. So if you wanted to watch it before the end of year end of the year list, you could. Um, or if you want to watch it in theaters, then obviously mm. you're free to do that. I, I don't know if we... W- okay, <laughs> well... My, here's I will I'm not throw in a out, rush I'll throw out a it. suggestion if we if you guys want to see Guardians I'll go out to the theater and do it easily but mm. I had no idea until two days ago that this movie was directed by none other than David Lowry what yeah um, Peter Pan and Wendy is yep. directed by David Lowry and it's available to stream right now I'm watching that <laughs> yeah let's do that it's easy that for, it's easy when things are streaming for me I knew Josh would jump <laughs> at the chance for that so I love David Lowry <laughs> yeah my suggestion would after be after my five star Green Knight <laughs> I can't see yeah can't obviously wait what he does next. obviously a David Lowry movie so um yeah let's do Peter Pan and Wendy next week and yeah. uh, if you want to see Guardians obviously it's it's up to you but um all right well that's uh that's next week so stay tuned for that if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. 
You can find us on Instagram at Suds and Cinema Podcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at The KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Thank you.